Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 61. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, the man who's been gone for half a month, but he's back now, Adam Jean-Claude Van Tetteris. That's it. You hear that? <laughs> Internet, you hear that? <laughs> He's this, back. This is unlicensed. He's back. This is not official. We don't, yeah, we got to talk through it else they might take I'm us sorry. down. Oh, you know what? Let me just pause that. Yeah. Joe, Joe, cut that whole part out. <laughs> no, we might need to leave that in there. <laughs> oh, wait, let me just do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It feels so good to be back yeah. where I belong in Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. In February, it's wintertime. Yeah. It's 80,000 degrees outside. The sun is shining. What is the hell is happening? Is it? To the climate in Philadelphia. I told people while I was in Thailand, it's winter. It's snowing back where I'm from. Negative. Negative. No. This is not happening mm-hmm. right now. I don't know what's happening right now, but I do know. I will tell you this. The thing about it no, is no, what's happening no. since you've been gone. I didn't miss everything. It's been going down. <laughs> Listen, bottom line is, period, I'm out here and I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Okay? Adam Tedderus is gone. While while the Tedderus is away, is away the Trump will play. Okay? Junto, episode sixty one. It's about to go down. Wait. I got the burner on deck. I got the I got the I got the ignition codes. Uh I, I got <laughs> yes, the codes. This is the remix okay. to ignition. If anything goes down, you know I got my finger on the button. Okay. Holler at me. Say something say something crazy if I if you if you want to. Oh. It's about to go down. Okay. All right. Look, I didn't miss I, no. <laughs> no, it took two weeks off. That's what's happened. I Trump, two, Trump two is coming. Of Trump off of 45, yeah. as it were. I, I, I was trying my best to stay out of his purview, Impossible. leave the country. Impossible. It's a, it's a strange thing to, to not be in the United States. Mm. I, I felt the need to explain to people. I'm like, look, it's not. It doesn't represent me. all of us. It wasn't me. See, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I didn't I'm vote for a, him. I'm a resistance fighter. Yeah. Just want you to know. We're trying to resist the empire. Like, we made T-shirts, sir. I don't know. You're not even <laughs> speaking Thai. I can't even understand what you're saying. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. So, yeah, Adam, no you've way. been listen real quick. Yeah, because people might have forgot who's Woo! on this show. Woo! Because the show for the past two weeks, number one, shout out to Chuck Styles. I got episode fifty nine. I got a lot of I got a lot of thanks to give. Number a lot two, of bones to pick. Shout out. To the Blur Girl, episode 60. Of course. Okay. Thank you, Karma. Shout out, shout out to you. But now we're back. Yes. And some people might not know. No. They might not know who's on the show let me and tell who's you hosting who's this. Show. Why don't you let them know who you tell are? Who's on the show? Yo, it's your boy A Tet, aka uh-huh. Bangkok Dangerous. Whoa. AKA the Tie Fighter. Wow. AKA Tuck Tuck and Roll. Okay. AKA Sawadi, how you like me now? Oh. AKA Pad C. Ooh. I don't even know what's going on. Those are just some pad tie dishes. Okay. That I learned. <laughs> I was looking at a menu when I wrote these AKAs. Okay. I, I was feeding the hunger. I was right. Hungry. Right. AKA Jump Man thing. AKA Jumpman thing. Okay, and also on the podcast. Yeah, who we got? You know what I mean? You got your man Octavius A. Newman, aka the creator of Bear Fruit, okay. aka Killer Croctavius. Okay. AKA Brat Panther. Okay. AKA T'Challa French Toast. Give it. Candy Kingpin. Give it. Show Nuff Assassin. Microphone check one two face. <laughs> 21 Savage Land. Fight the Power Man. Ain't nothing sweet Christmas. Wow. Red, black, and green goblin. Wow. Chainsaw Guerrero. Finn Godzilla. Finn Godzilla. Samurai Black. <laughs> aka Ash Catcher Body, aka Funk Doctor Doom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you forgot, we've, we've, since last week, uh, we've been doing this for a, a year. Today is the first day we released an episode. Well, we released a handful of episodes. That's correct. But Facebook told me, yeah, today that we had a memory. 
Mm-hmm. And this is when we drop Kampuk <laughs> Junto to the rest of the world, to the rest of the planet, to the millions and millions uh-huh, uh-huh. of listeners. Yeah. This is when we launched it. Still not old. I'm, I'm, I still don't regret it. That's, the, well, that's, that's a good way. <laughs> you know, is, I don't regret it. That's my sentiment. Okay. You know what I mean? That I'm having a good sentiment. time still. That's good. I'm having a very good time. Um, it's good to be back home. Yes. It's good to be back here on the mic with you, Octavius. Mm-hmm. I missed you, man. Hey, I missed you too, bro. So uh, I do have to say, Chuck, thank you for subbing in for me. I got a couple of notes that I just want to... Oh, you oh, you took notes while you was over in Thailand. Notes. First, I would like to address Mr. Styles. Mm. First of all, I asked for that Castlevania joint, okay? Oh. I asked for that Castlevania <laughs> joint. They're making a new Castlevania TV show uh-huh. on Netflix. And and you and Chuck both, who asked for this? That That's what say? we wanted to know because nobody in this room had asked I'm for it. I'm listening to this episode on a plane and th- <laughs> I asked for this. I wanted this. Okay, so they was, okay, all right. So we weren't the demographic they was going after. So yeah, this is the first time I've ever listened to our show when I'm not on it, uh-huh. right? Right. And I'm thinking... Like, do people listen to Comic Book Junto when they're just reacting and screaming out loud? Because I'm like pounding my leg. I'm like, listen to me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I got to say, mad respect for pulling out you drawn and out of pocket. Yeah. Okay. So I appreciate that we have Ringo to to, to offer up. I appreciate that this is an educational Mm. experience. Yeah. For anyone who's not spending time in Philly. Uh, uh, and if you are not from Philly and these were new, uh, pieces of vocabulary, mm-hmm. add this to your lexicon. There you go. You draw You draw <laughs> Let your friends know when they out of pocket. Yo, you are drawing. This is very funny. Stop it. Uh, Chuck, we both love Aubrey Plaza. I just want to <laughs> note that in that same fan club with you, my man. Got you. Um, I watched the Legion, mm. X, the X-Men show on yes. FX. Yes. Loved it. My eyes were dipped in Pepsi. Yes, I think we all can share in that sentiment from episode 59 that Uh we all had our eyes dipped in Pepsi. Uh-huh. We will continue to dunk our eyes in Pepsi moving forward because that show is good. That, that show and is good. And I have really no good. clue what's actually happening on the show. And, uh, and I'm okay with that. My, my, my last piece of feedback... Too much, too too much talk about Walking Dead. So I just want to, Joe, Adam, can you cut that out, Adam? Well, the, that episode's way, already out there. You I can't can cut just out, snip it out. Now. So we gonna go just, back in time. You, you got a, you got a Delorean on you. Spend time near China. I've I've learned you can censor whatever you want. Really, on really? the internet, you just take it out. Oh, right. So I'm I'm like, y'all, we've been talking for at least three minutes on Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, Octavius even finally. says he says I can't talk to Adam about this. That's correct. Like, no, you can't. That's correct. <laughs> You so finally, we, we, the Kampu Junto got some Walking Dead talk. All right, Blurred Girl, you're next. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. Episode 60. Yes. That was interesting. It's nice to have uh, 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 some some femininity yes. in the room. Yes. I try as hard as I can to bring that to okay. the show. Okay, all right. Internet, no, how's he been doing? <laughs> I can only go so far. <laughs> you can only do so much. Got That's you. right. I got to say, shout out to intersectional feminist cosplay realness. Mm. I usually do not serve that. So I'm glad that somebody was on this show serving that. Right. Uh, I got to say, yes, cupcakes. Yes. Not yes, all cupcakes. Just yes, cupcakes. Cupcakes is what we're talking about. I right appreciated now. that. Maybe some cupcakes for, for, you know, the one year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's. It what about fits. my podcast? Yeah. What about my podcast has been around <laughs> for a year, too. Yeah, yeah. What about my podcast birthday? <laughs> right. No, all birthdays. Okay. We're not talking about your birthday right now. That was uh, that was an excellent show. That was. I mean, look, it was so cool. I felt very privileged to be able to listen to Comic Book Junto with you and incredible talent. 
on the show. Mm-hmm. Both of y'all who subbed in for me, thank you so much. Um, I hope that we have the chance to to hang with y'all again. Yeah. And uh, that was real. That was really cool. That's interesting, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I've never been in your shoes to be listening to Comic Book Junto and not be on it. No, I would not have that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no. How can I? How can I phone in? No, CBJ, I need to be a part of this. Yeah. So, but but I think I think we we thought for a little while about this, like what that experience was like, mm-hmm. and I thought like, who is my pinch hitter? Yeah. When I leave the states again, when I'm uh, unavailable, when when some circumstances make it so I can't be on the show, right? Who's my pinch hitter? And I thought. Chuck was amazing. Karma was a, they, they were amazing. Yeah. So um, I feel uh, uh, privileged to have this like abundance of talent for people who can sub in and, and, and be a part of this show and the community. And yeah, that rules. That was great. My third pick was Kevin Hart. I would probably, right. I would see if right. Kevin Hart yeah, was available. We, we didn't get to the point where we needed him though. No. Man, I mean, who knows what the future holds? It'll happen. The Rock is also an option. Yeah. Thanks for the five stars and the positive comments. But we'll see if you. we can get, I mean, because really the show, you know, we kind of got a format we go through. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see what happens, mm-hmm. you know, but all seriousness, Kevin Hart, The Rock, we'd be happy to be in your next movie. Yeah, we know you're listening. We'd be happy to be in your next movie. So So just consider us. Uh huh. You know, we're available. Please. I got all the time in the world. Yeah, we'll we'll make time. Okay. (laughs) First of all, see, we don't need you. All right. Because I'm already in this movie and I already got what I got going on. He's in every movie. He's in every movie. I watched The 40 Year Old Virgin when I was in Bangkok. I'm in a hotel. Why? One, I I get to Bangkok, I I turn on the lights in my hotel. Migos was on TV. No, it wasn't. the hell no it was not he, i promise you t-shirt sir, was on sir or bad or was bad a little oozy yeah 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 <laughs> like, and it was just wrote like the repeat version the oozy vert greeted me in bangkok he's like welcome that was amazing mm. uh i watched a 40 year old virgin uh which is the first time i've seen it in a long time oh okay and it was in english mm-hmm. and they just had subtitles but kevin hart was in that film he I, was in I the film i did not remember that. yes he was he was the one who comes in and starts some trouble he's right. like come on give me that deal right right yeah kevin hart been around yeah he has kevin hart's been around for a minute he has yeah, that, that movie was fun. So overall, give us the quick two, three sentence version of your experience for the past two weeks. Uh, past two weeks. Oh, man, two, three sentence version. Thailand is amazing. Mm-hmm. Everyone there. Everyone there is ready to like greet you as a tourist, mm-hmm. which is interesting because you get to experience people being ready to talk to you and chat with you and sell you things. So, but at the same time, it's like, is this really what Thailand is like, hmm. or have you just paved the road for me? Right, is as this a tourist, the, this is a tourist version. Uh, but I spent some time in Cambodia in ruins, like these ancient, ancient ruins in Angkor Wat. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them you might recognize from films like Tomb Raider. Okay. Angelina Jolie and okay. Tomb Raider. Yep. She's exploring some of these ruins. I've never felt more like I was inside of a video game. Like it's hard to believe that stuff is real, and it was amazing. And I had the best time of my life, and I recommend it. If you have any way of going to Thailand or Cambodia and CM Reap, do it. Mm-hmm. I made a little list of movies that I watched on the plane. Some of them I don't even remember watching. What they did watch, watch? Did they watch you? They watched me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, Good Dinosaur, I had to watch three times. That Pixar, John? You had to? Fell asleep three Somebody, times. Oh, okay, got you. The flight is like 16 hours. I'm Yeesh. just on this plane forever. Well, you feel like you were on a big bus kind of thing? Like they have like the sleeping kind of... Yeah, it's like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So and he didn't really feel like you were on a bus, uh, on a plane. No, well, I mean, uh, the the flight from Philadelphia to Doha is, I think, it was a thirteen hour flight, maybe. Mm. And it feels like you're on a gigantic bus, and they turn the lights off and on when you can sleep. And right, it's a, it's an odd experience. Have you have you ever flown on a huge flight no, like that? I don't even know what the all of my flight. I try to go as like nonstop flights. Yeah, that's kind of what I'd like to go to. I don't like the up and down, up and down, and I've never it's gone lot. very far away. Yeah, it's a lot. You fly. 13 hours to Doha, and then there's a seven-hour uh, flight to Bangkok. I mean, Goodness. it's just a lot of time, you know? And so right now, I'm like, my brain's all scattered and frazzled. Mm-hmm. My jet lag is kicked in, get, kicking in. This is the first time, time being up to past 7.30 I can't night. stay awake past 7 p.m. Because it, it, in Thailand, it is 12 hours ahead. Mm. So right now, it is 8.10 a.m. on Thursday. You Goodness. know, I, so my, my brain doesn't know where I am. My body doesn't know where I am. My body is my telling, body is telling me to go to sleep. It's 8 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a struggle. Yeah. But, but God, but God, <laughs> <laughs> look at you. He brought you this far. True. Yeah. But so, well, we're, here now. we're glad to have you back. Thank you, we're sir. glad to be back on Comic Book Junto. We're glad to have one year of episodes. We are 73. This is our 74th episode, movie one-shot movie reviews included. That's amazing. We've done, we've, you know, by God's grace, we've kept it up. And we have a lot of one-shots coming down the line. And Man, look, are, are, let me, let like, me just... What's, let me, what's look, happening? Because just give myself grace. I got a lot of movies that I didn't seen already. And I, I got, got another one I'm going movies. to see tomorrow. I haven't seen nothing. I know. I'm over here watching Good Dinosaur. We Thrice. ain't doing a one shot on that. No, we are not. No. So I have The Great Wall. That's yes. coming. You yeah. know it's coming. Yeah. I got Lego Batman. Absolutely. I got John Wick Chapter 2. Yes. I got Get Out. Get Out. Those. That's. I'm going to see Get Out tomorrow. Yeah. That is my list. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, then we got Logan coming. Then we got oh Kong Skull, Skull Island is coming. coming. Oh, immediately. Are we going to be able to, to, to catch up on these movies? Yeah. Look. The important ones, the the one shot that is most important, more important than anything else, is a great wall. Mm. You know this. Hey, Lego Batman, I'm going to come out here and say, that was amazing. Can we agree? Yes, yes, good, good. Mm-hmm. There's still some stuff to talk about in that one. Oh, by all means. I have no doubt. But I got know, thoughts on John Wick, too. I'm, I, oh, man, I can't wait. What are we doing right now? Let me go to the movie theater right this moment. Well, we got to get episode 61 out. All right, we got to do it. Yeah. We should start it. All right, so... We're going to start, like we always start, mm-hmm. with the news. Mm-hmm. And also, if you got anything, any news that you think that we should talk about or you want to hear us talk about, feel free to shoot us an email, comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. Also, you can shoot us a tweet. Um, I am at Octavius A. Newman on Twitter. Um, Adam, you are? Adam Tetris at Adam Tetris A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. And the podcast tweeter, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. What, what they call them? What's that podcast? What they call them? Twitter. podcast? Twitter. Yeah. What to call them? Now look here, get on the tweeters. If y'all trying to send us a tweeter, yeah. you can uh, hit us up at Comic Book Junto. Yeah, we'd like to know what you guys are perusing throughout the week and what you came across and what you want to hear us give our thoughts on. So feel free to hit us up with those. Yeah, if you got an Ask CBJ, it could be something related to news that you have read. Right. Like, oh, what do you I think about what your take is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because y'all know we got opinions. Oh, yeah. Of course. Got a couple of them. And we just usually don't have the time to share all of them. Yeah. But we try. We try to give you try to give you your money's worth. Mm-hmm. Right. Your money's worth. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, look, Chuck. By the way, Chuck Styles. 
All this Walking Dead talk, I want a refund for that experience. That's not what you like, paid give for? Give my money back. <laughs> that is not what I paid for. Yeah. I was told by Apple Care that I would come to Comic Book Junto, episode 59, and there would be no Walking Dead. Yeah, I was promised. Yeah, no, 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 no. Look, I, respect for or narrowly avoiding spoilers. Hey, Narrowly, we all. <laughs> I saw. I saw you pull him, grab his shirt, and pull him back. Nope. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's you know. I'm glad you had time, right, to have that conversation yes. with somebody. Because that's the end of it. That's it. <laughs> it's not coming back. That's it. All right. Not on my watch. Not, <laughs> exactly. All right. So here we go with some news. So we talked a little bit about MMA and mm-hmm. how that is another version of our superheroes yeah. and it feel, kind of connects into geek culture and stuff. Mm-hmm. So one of the stories that we talked about in the past is Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather possibly having a fight. Well, it's on, it's off, it's on, it's off. And ultimately we talked about, there was news floating around saying they've come to terms and they figured out that they're going to fight. And then Conor McGregor goes, I'm happily retired. Ain't nobody fighting nobody. Mm. So it seems like, wait, McGregor said that? No, Floyd Mayweather is saying, I'm happily retired. Oh. I'm not fighting. I see. So it seems like there's a better chance of us seeing um, Chris Brown and Baby Draco <laughs> than, um, than seeing <laughs> Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. It just doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Wonderful. But a fight that we might could see. No, nah, I need some help understanding. <laughs> <laughs> a fight that we might could see is... Well, let's just talk about it like this. What does any of this mean? <laughs> Do you know, have you ever watched Power Rangers? Of course. Okay. Of course. Do you know who Jason David Frank is? He, he plays Tommy. Yes. The Green Ranger, formerly the Green Ranger. Right. And then the white, then Ranger. the white, the white, the white ranger. Do, Internet, do, 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 do. <laughs> it's me calling my Megazord. <laughs> right. Yeah. Internet. If you don't know what the Power Rangers is, Green Ranger, White Ranger, Megazord, Jason David Frank, just give it a good old Google, and it'll fill you in. What but was basically, the name of his dagger? Remember, he had a lion dagger. I don't remember. He had the green drone. He had the white drone. The white drone, and he had like a. It was, it was like a saber. Was it? Yeah, saber. It was, I haven't. It was this cat was on the hilt. Yeah, talk to him. Haven't the slightest what idea. What's going on? What is going on? Well, what's going on is the fight that it does seem like we're going to see, or more possible possible to see than Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor is Jason David Frank, aka the Green Ranger, aka the White Ranger, aka what are you trying to play, Bloodshot or something like that? Oh, they got him possibly playing that. We more likely to see him fighting CM Punk in the UFC. <laughs> I'm looking at these words right now. They do not make sense to me. Uh, what is this? Okay. From your perspective. Right. Octavius A. Newman. Yes. You are a fan of MMA. Yes, I am. Is Many this moons. a real thing? Is it a real thing? Is yeah. it possible? Yeah. How? He, like, like the, dude, the Green Ranger, he is, pardon me because I cannot keep his name straight. Mm-hmm. The Green Ranger is an actor. Yes. He is not Conor McGregor. He is a martial artist, though. Okay. So he has fought MMA in the past. He has fought putties in the past. <laughs> he has he has fought putties. They have a clear but, weakness. But he <laughs> but he has also fought in MMA before. Oh. He has. He has experience. He has a long time ago? Uh, not recent. Like as you can see, when you think MMA, you do not think the Green Ranger. You okay. do not think the White Ranger. You do not think Jason David or Frank Frank or the combination of those three names together. Yeah, of course. that's just not something you think about. No. Nor do you think of CM Punk. Yeah, but is it a possibility? Well, Brock Lesnar was a champion in the UFC. Okay. Okay. So sure. So Anything yes, possible. and Kurt Kurt Angle 
and, and Kevin 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 Shamrock, Shamrock Ken, Sham, Ken, Ken Shamrock, Shamrock was in the WWE. Yep. And uh, Kurt Angle was a W was a Olympic wrestling Olympic wrestling gold medalist, and he's in Olympics. there. And yeah. CM Punk done fought in the UFC. And Jason David Frank, look. It's possible. James Tony, who is a boxer, has fought in the UFC. So, yes, it is possible. Do you think it would draw people to come watch it? Heck yes. Heck yes. Absolutely, people are going to come watch the Green Ranger <laughs> fight against CM Punk in the UFC. Here's why. Clearly, they will do that. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I, here's yes, why, you do, Adam. No, here's why. Adam, yes, stop it. No. Do you want to see no. Baby Draco come off the top rope? <laughs> do you want to see that? It's a different thing because that that is two unqualified people fighting <laughs> against one another. Here's what I here's what I do not want to see. I grew up watching the Power Rangers. Yes, you did. Right. Billy was my favorite. I like the Blue Ranger. Oh, okay. Because you know it's it's like you you find oh this is my favorite color. He's blue. Okay, mm-hmm. well I'm um, Blue Ranger. Right. Right. Oh, suffice to say, Billy was the geek. I couldn't get behind that, mm. but he was the Blue Ranger, so I was representing my favorite color. That's why I liked Captain America when I was okay, a kid growing okay. up. It just you. all comes back around. Leonardo, uh, you know, it all comes around. Man, thing was about getting that money. Yeah, okay, when you took a turn in life, he was like, "Listen, fam, it's about this money it's right now. Green. Listen, man, it's you tough, right? People get shot every day, B." You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Which is why I I came around to have a respect for the Green Ranger because it's about that green. Okay, exactly. Papered up. Exactly. I'm I I like with a pocket full of cottage. With a pocket full of kimosabi. I like like Tommy with a pocket full of cottage. Exactly. 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 He's my kimosabi. Yes. But like, here's what I do not want to see. As a fan of Power Rangers, growing up with Power Rangers, I don't want to see this dude in a ring fight a guy who's going to break his leg Are you, in half. We talk, you know talking about CM Punk, right? McGregor. No, he's not fighting McGregor. Let, let's clarify this. Hold on. Do you, have you misunderstood this the whole time? I'm, I'm thinking of who is fighting who? Jason David Frank. Yes. The Green Ranger. Yes. Is proposing that he would like to fight CM Punk. Okay, so CM Punk, pro wrestler. Yes. Former pro wrestler. Yes. Failed MMA so far. Yes. <sighs> yes. That's what's happening. I'm, I'm standing by it anyway. I don't want to see <laughs> yes. Tommy? Don't Tommy, do if you're listening, don't do, do it. this. No. Yes. Because, look, that's, that's like childhood hero. Go in and actually have a fight and get hurt. Adam, like, first of all, Man Thing's got nothing to do with this. Second, if Man Thing even touches Jason, David, Frank, CM, or Punk, <laughs> all of them are going to feel the burn. You know what it's hitting for. You know how it's about to go down, okay? So you don't got to worry, but don't bring Man Thing into this because he ain't got nothing to do with this. We're talking about Jason, David, Frank, yes. and CM Punk. Yes. The spectacle that I would be happily sign up <laughs> and watch. Both of them amateurly beat the crap out of each other. Sure. Someone's going to get hurt, and I think that someone is the Green Ranger. Well, the Green Rangers can, can just call a Megazord, so I don't know why you're so worried about <laughs> oh, well, it. Well, are okay. they allowed to do that? I don't know. Oh. Listen, if you bring the Green Ranger, you're going to bring them in. You're going to bring all of them in. You're going to say, take take all your equipment off, leave that tiger sword outside. <laughs> no, he's going to sneak it in his trunks. It is mixed martial arts. Exactly. So I can bring the tiger sword in if I want to. Uh, all right. Well, then maybe he's got a chance. No. I mean, who does CM Punk summon? What is it? What is it? What is CM Punk's Vince McMahon? And he, <laughs> he comes down. 
With the head, sw- he head swivel. He comes with the head swivel. You know what I mean? Shoot. You're fine. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Well, there you go. Look, maybe I do want to see that. You, you do want to see. I'm telling I'm telling you right now. I'm predicting the future. If and hype, you just hype me up for if this. and when this fight actually happens, you're trying to tell me you're not gonna watch this fight. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are gonna watch it. Internet, don't you sit there and lie. See some of y'all fixing your face. Uh, Fix your face right now. You know, good and well if the Green Ranger, the White Ranger, and CM Punk and Vince McMahon have a Royal Rumble inside the octagon. You're gonna go watch it. Yeah. Okay. Subtract a couple of them. But what I'm saying is, yeah. you go watch the fight. Okay. And that's what this is about. That's why they're doing it because they know we're gonna come watch it. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's not. This isn't by no means the greatest fighters fighting. But I think that's part of what kind of disrespects people who do mixed martial arts for a living. It's like I've been on the Ultimate Fighter. I've been training for X amount of years. I do this. Yeah. CM Punk and Green Ranger. Sure. They they in the pay-per-view? I don't think CM Punk will do this. CM Punk has said he wants to fight and do the UFC. But the, but it, it's a different thing to fight against a TV star. You know, it's like... They're CM, both TV stars, Adam. I get that. Neither one of these guys are like thoroughly I just seem like, like top level mixed martial artists. It, it, it seems to me like it would be demeaning. It was like CM Punk would be like, I'm going to make a play at this career. Yeah, okay, I got my ass kicked the first time. Mm-hmm. Who else might I fight? Green Ranger. If, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be like, come on, man. All right. Oh. Who do I fight next? Come on. John Cena. Yeah, right, right. Like if, the whole cast from Full House. Like who's <laughs> coming? Like if, I don't want to. Uncle Jesse be, getting in there now? Be, and the Rippers. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get belittled. You got these. That's like, a good point. Sitcom show. That's runners. a good point. If you want to be, ta- be taken seriously in a sport, you don't want to get put up against no. some nobody. No. Yeah. No, absolutely Fair enough. not. No. So I, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Even if it would be fun to watch. Yes, it's going to happen, though. Speaking of fun to watch. Fun to watch. Now, Marvel cartoons, not so much. Not good. Marvel movies, absolutely, I'm in. Mm-hmm. DC movies, eh, we're still seeing. But DC animated joints. That's where it's at. We in there. Yeah. And we got another one coming out. Teen Titans, The Judas Contract. That is a loaded um, title. There's a the lot going Judas on. Judas Contract. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of things happening. Now, you seen the trailer. Uh-huh. What are your thoughts? I'm into it. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. And DC animation is great for me because sometimes there are stories that I don't follow in the comics or characters that I'm very interested in otherwise. But the animation comes out for an hour and a half, two hours. Mm-hmm. I'm locked in. Yeah. And Flashpoint was that way for me. I yep. wasn't, I'm not a huge fan of the Flash, but Flashpoint was awesome. Yes. Man. Yes. So I, I, I wait for a DC animation to come out to introduce me to things that I wouldn't have been interested in. Yeah. And this, it seems like I'm getting that with Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm excited for the Judas contract just based on that. Yeah. So we got a release date for when this guy's coming out. Um, Digital HD on April 4th. April 4th. 2017. That is not and far. DVD Blu-ray on April 18th. Are you still buying Blu-rays or no, DVDs? I couldn't even tell you the last time. So we're officially all digital when it comes to movies, pretty much. Yeah. That's Could not tell you the last time I bought a DVD yeah. or a Blu-ray. To me, it's like, why would I Why would I buy that? You know what I caught myself doing? I mean, now that I have the PlayStation 4, I caught myself only downloading games. Now, that, now that you're discs. a step ahead of me. Yeah? Because I still buy discs because I don't have enough space on my PlayStation 4 to just be downloading games. Understood. But you know, you could hook up uh, a hard drive. Yes. Like you can get an external drive and you add a terabyte of space, right? Mm. Uh, that's what I do with my Xbox One, at least. So I have the PlayStation 4 Pro. I have a 
stupid amount of space on this thing. And I caught myself saying, I don't want to get up and change discs. Hmm. I'm, I'm too tired. I'm too lazy. And then I'm thinking of the movie Wally, that like Pixar movie. You're on your way. Where all the humans are just floating around. To have that direct IV of this soda. This is how it begins. This is how it begins. It's fight I, the, fight I, it, man. I won't even stand up off my couch to change video games so I can sit back down and play video games. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm all streaming. Well, I know that my next game I want to play is Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, that comes out next week. I want to purchase that. Yeah, I can't get that. I just downloaded Resident Evil 7. Nope. I finished Last Guardian. Good. It was amazing. I asked you to borrow it, and you're like, it's digital. It's digital. Well, thanks. (laughs) Sorry. Appreciate that. I'll just give you my whole PlayStation. Yeah, just switch. Just trade me PlayStations real quick. But I I found out that you can plug in headphones into your PlayStation controller. Mm -hmm. So you do the like stereo surround sound. Yep. And I cannot play Resident Evil. No, no, sir. Night. Not with Resident Evil. I can't do it with the headphones. I, first of all, ain't no way in the world I'm plugging a Resident Evil directly into my ears. Horrifying. Why would I do that? They some people play VR with this. Thing. You got you got it. I'm not ready it. for that. I can't do it. Really quick sidebar. As I'm doing this design apprenticeship and I'm learning about VR and tech and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Real quick, when they're in VR, what happens is in some scenarios. You start initially. You have your initial like reflexes and senses. So if yeah. a car is coming at you, when VR, you react. Yeah, like because you think a car is going to hit you like uh-huh. automatically. But what happens is you, those senses start to dull in VR. Mm. You start to not react as much. Okay, so because, you're saying like the survival skills are going to get right because there's no down. consequence because you're not actually getting hit. You're not. It's not actually going to hit you. Imagine if you're Luke Cage and, a, yeah. and someone goes to punch you in the face. Well, I'm Luke Cage. I know it's not going to hurt me. Yeah. And we've talked about, man, Luke Cage doesn't move very well. He's like, well, you got to think about it. He's a brute. He doesn't have to flip and jump and do all the daredevil stuff because yeah. you can't hurt him. Mm-hmm. You know? So why would he dodge a bullet if the bullet is going to bounce off of him? Mm-hmm. Why so, would he use a car door as a bullet shield? <laughs> that doesn't make I, any sense. Do not. But it was a cool scene. It was a cool scene. Yeah. But so that's one of the things that I'm already looking at VR and I'm going, this is cool, but the effects on our future you know are we going to get dull our sense is going to get dulled and a car is going to come at us in real life and we're going to kind of go ah well you know it won't hurt me cannot i need to be able to react when i see a car coming at me a good friend of mine and a a former co-worker guy named destin Legari. he works Mm -hmm. for ign now Mm -hmm. destin does a lot of streaming stuff i follow him through his social media he does a lot of cool stuff uh destin was streaming, playing Resident Evil 7 in VR. And I was watching him on Twitch as he's playing the game. So I see a camera of him and his head with like the VR is on his face. Looks like Weapon X. Right? It looks like Weapon X, just less wet. Yeah. And uh, he's... (laughs) (laughs) Right. And uh, I did not need to clarify that, but I did. It's it's all right. We got the visual. And then I also see the screen of what he sees, Mm -hmm. right, as he's playing. Right. He's playing Resident Evil 7. This is what simultaneously got me pumped for it and also confirmed VR is not for me. So he's playing. He turns around. This this lady, like haggard looking woman comes shuffling down a hallway, takes a chainsaw out. No. Cuts his hand off. No, sir. No, sir. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Yeah. Back up. Back up. He's wearing VR. Back up. Yeah. Back up. Yeah. Hold, wait a second. Uh-huh. Because that just, like, I, I'm having a hard time processing. Yeah, process. So, uh-huh. I have this thing on my face. Correct. Reality is not, my current reality is not being augmented. Correct. I'm in a different place. Yeah. 
So the the person it's you it actually is you. get you look down and your hands gone? Yeah. Nah. That made me go. It made me I so I don't mm. I wasn't even playing the game. Mm -mm. I was watching someone else play the game. How did he respond? He he was like, oh, chuckling. Guess my, arm, guess my arm's gone. He was chuckling, and afterward he says, Oh, let me give you a hand. And I'm like, Destin, I can't. I'm done. Yeah, I don't I unfollowed know. him on everything. <laughs> He's out of my life now. I don't know if Destin. I'm ready. Like, I that made me so upset. I, it's made me upset just now. I could see me being like Will Smith and I robot in the future, kind of being like, ah. I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Because some mm -hmm. of the stuff is like, wow, this is really dope. You know, Amazon's got this drone that when you order something, it's going to take off and it's going to land on this little helipad and deliver yeah. your package immediately. UPS just did that. Legitimately, they, they just delivered their first package successfully using a drone. UPS. So while that's what dope. What can Brown do for you? While, while it's dope, another part of me is like, <sighs> yeah, it's no. like both. Uh-huh. It's good and it's, concerning at the same time i know i know yeah but i mean back go back in time when i was in college and i was like yeah have you heard about twitter it sounds like this thing can really mess with your brain hmm. too much information at once video so, games are you know this this generation and these video games are gonna fry their brain yeah so at a certain yeah. point in time i'm sure like it I'll, I'll have some weakness to it or some it's, I'm not, I'm not at sympathetic the point. understanding of it. I don't know. But right now, what I saw of that experience, not for me. I'm not at the point where I'm 100% against VR mm -hmm. or augmented reality or any of that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I am at the point where I'm kind of like, yeah, let me let y'all kind of like test it. Mm -hmm. Because like I say, the more and more I learn about tech, the more it makes me go, ooh, uh, mm, yeah, I see what you're doing. Yeah. And sure, yeah, I get that. Like, we're going to basically one day hit a button and then a, uh, like a, a living room on wheels is going to pull up. We're going to get in it <laughs> and just do our homework and talk and eat and whatever. And mm -hmm. then just bing, we'll just arrive at your location. Sure, that's great. Uh -huh. And at the same time, we're going to get to the point where we're completely dependent upon Skynet and we don't even know how to get anywhere. Like, think about it right now. Get yourself to anywhere past South Jersey with no with no with a map. Yeah, with a map and a compass yeah. or just reading a map. Yeah, right. Like the electricity goes out, these phones go down. It's like, am I do I have the ability to do anything mm -hmm. without this? Mm -hmm. Are we definitely going to be demolition man like moments where we just plug in? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm all I know is I'm I have my limits right now. I'm going to just play with a, yeah, a I'm, controller. I'm, I'm dipping my toe in the water, mm -hmm. so to speak. Just kind of like, okay, let's let's see how this goes. I'm sure I eventually get to a point where everybody's like, oh, this is just normal. Why do I need to go to school, Dad? I mean, I just plug in and I'm right there. Because mm -hmm. you need to be around other humans. Oh, okay. You need to be around other people other than this freaking machine. Uh-huh. You know, like, I can see that happening in the future. Well, look, you come over and play Resident Evil. Uh, or not. You, you're not. Are you big on horror? Like uh, well, okay. Speaking of horror, well, I was going to talk about this next story. We Yo, have. please. I am. I'm. I've never been a big horror video game guy. Yeah, I like suspense. Sure, you know what I mean. But I've never been like the big horror movie dude. Yeah. Um. And even going into movies, I've never been like the oh the next like you know the same kind of like demon boy kind oh. of fear you know like those yeah, those, those genres of movies yeah, I know what you mean. that are out right now it's always like kind of a ring-esque 
kind of like or the conjuring yeah like the, i'm like ah it's not like i'm gonna be so scared it's kind of like this just really isn't really for me yeah. however comma mm. get out jordan by jordan peele. peele yeah that sir that looks good yeah that looks great i'm going to see it tomorrow I was already going to see it tomorrow. I've been avoiding trailers because you know how I get down. Blackout Congregation, you know what it's hitting for. Mm-hmm. Stay black. It's better for you. It's better for your family. It's better for everybody in your relationship. Okay. <laughs> he says it's better for your family. It's better for your family. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bond together. Mm-hmm. Go to the movies and see it for the first time together. Experience that moment of terror in unison. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Survive it together. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Clutch your pearls t- as one. <laughs> no, but um, so but I didn't need this. But the internet just told me that Jordan Peele's Get Out has scored one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, does this add or remove or keep it the same for you? Because you were going to see it anyway, right? I was going to see it anyway, and. I was very, I have been very intrigued by the previews because mm-hmm. they're really weird. Yes. Right. The The trailer for the movie is really weird. Yes. And exciting because just watching the trailer, I'm like, oh, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. Right. Right. And that, that makes me eager to see the film. I think that's a key point. This is a confirmation. I see, I've seen similar mm-hmm. scenarios, but I've never done the, seen the interracial relationship. And kind of step how it sort of feel how black people kind of like I, like and it's kind of separate wives separate wives it's like I'm the real wife and these other wives are weird what yeah. is this about yeah but to twist it and go I'm black but what's with these other black people I'm like I am in yeah whatever this is I'm ready for it yeah I'm ready. Yeah, but as you were saying, I'm sorry. I got no, I'm just I'm I'm into it. You, you know, I'm seeing the reviews. It, it's not normally something that would convince me to see a movie or not. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's 100 percent feels like it's it feels like a victory. Like congratulations, Jordan Peele. Yeah, you made something that looks different from anything else. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you took a risk, and people took a risk on you making yep. this. Yep. And yo, it, <laughs> it, it dividends are coming in. It look it looks like everything is. Coming up okay. Now we had nobody, nobody, none of the us normals have seen the movie yet. I'm Not assuming yet. this 100% is either from, you know, 41 reviews. 41 reviews? 41 on That's a lot of reviews. Yeah. And I mean, like in that sample size, you would guess just law of averages. Somebody going Somebody not is like not going to like it. And yet. Oh, and look and how right, many look. Do you have to get a hundred percent from everybody? Do you have for it to be a hundred percent? Well, I think the way the Rotten Tomatoes works is they they work on some kind of spectrum. So if you were to give it like a B on your website, that would count as fresh, right? Rotten Tomatoes. So I, I don't really know. And the, the bottom line is this, and especially Blackout Congregation, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't dictate your experience. Yes, true. Reviews and percentages and whether something is fresh or rotten, that does not, should not dictate how you feel towards something. But yo, it's optimistic. It's exciting. Yeah. And I don't, and I, I mean, again, don't read any reviews. I haven't read any reviews. All I saw was the title of the article. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up. 
I definitely didn't read it because I don't want to know what anybody has to say about it. Same, same. But, you know, we shall see what actually goes on from here. We shall see. All right. Next thing. Yeah. Another IP that I'm excited about. So uh, uh, Get Out is is fresh and new. This one is a spinoff. I was a big Spawn fan when I was a kid. As was I. Yep. The action figures. That was my John. Had no business playing with them. Not at all. But, but I, I did. love them. Violator. Come on, man. That was scary. That's scary to me now. It's a demon from hell. The toys that I wanted more than any other from the Spawn action figure universe were these two cops, Sam and Twitch. You wanted Sam and Twitch toys more than anything else? Badly. Why? Cannot explain this to you. Okay. And I think it's just like this law of scarcity Ah. because I couldn't find them anywhere. Mm -hmm. I got everything. I got Violator. I got Tremor. I got Overkill. I got Spawn, Commando Spawn, Pilot Spawn. I mean, I had... Everybody could not find Sam and Twitch. Hmm. Never. And me and my best friend, when we were kids, we would task our moms. Like, hey, you you going to the mall with Megan, my sister? Would you go to KB Toys? You just look for Sam and Twitch? Mm -hmm. Just two ordinary looking fools? I just really want them. Yeah. Never, ever got Sam and Twitch. Lo and behold, the word is that Kevin Smith... Famed by yoga hosers. Yeah. <laughs> or more like clerks, clerks mall rats, Jay and Silent Bob strike yeah. back. Uh, but Kevin Smith is uh, uh, apparently rumored to be working on a Sam and Twitch spinoff TV show. Yeah, for BBC America. Which is very dope to me because, one, I guess maybe I'll find out why I was interested in those characters at all. Or, or not. If you were just had bad taste. It's entirely possible. Yeah. But I was crazy about those characters. So I'm, I'm excited about it because I like Spawn and that universe, and I would like to see that come back, um, pu- probably purely for nostalgia. I'm excited. I mean, I, I like Kevin Smith stuff. Yeah. And then there's some of the stuff that he's done recently that's been kind of like, okay. Yoga hosers. What are we doing with yoga hosers fans? That's right. Like, I can roll with you. It's like... Kevin Smith makes stuff for people who like Kevin Smith stuff. If you don't like Kevin Smith stuff, you're probably like, what is this? But he has enough of a following that he he can still make things that he likes to make. Yeah. And it's just like yoga hosers. Like, uh, what was the walrus one called? Tusk? Tusk was like, okay, all right, this is weird, but all right, cool. This is a Kevin Smith joint. That yeah. kind of, there's a level of enjoyment in this. I feel like this is a sort of project that he would be able to do well with because Sam and right. Twitch kind of has this weird dark comedy. To yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta imagine they are cops who are trying to deal with this whole like heaven versus hell war. in these grisly, horrible, horrible homicide things. things, but they're regular human guys no superhero powers yeah they're not super athletic one guy's overweight the other guy's a small a guy yeah you know so it's just kind of like imagine uh detective what's the guy's name from gotham um which guy from Go- uh, uh uh from gotham from gotham city it's jim yeah and uh what's the other the overweight the bigger guy yeah man I can't Inter- even. the internet's yelling at us but <laughs> <laughs> like uh it's not Dent. That's that's Two Face. What no. is his name? Uh, Bruce Wayne. No. All right. Anyway, Selena. y'all know who I'm talking about. Selena. No, sir. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm into it. We'll Harvey Bullock. Harvey Bullock. Yeah. The one guy looks like Harvey Bullock. The other guy looks like Adam Tedris. Oh, he does. <laughs> he does. 
<laughs> he's saying he's saying this is the guy who's very skinny. Look, man, I'm working. Okay, it's all right, man. I have my guts pulled out and put back in again. Good job. Look, I'm, I'm trying to get my form back. Good job. Mm-hmm. It's, it's grace for you. Thank you. It's all good. Speaking Appreciate of Kevin you. Smith, more Kevin Smith stuff, um, and a duo, no less. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Smith is going to be bringing back Jay and Silent Bob for another movie. Jay and Jay and Silent Bob, I think it's called Reboot. And the whole idea of this movie is that spoilers for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, they had this whole narrative where they had this blunt man and chronic yeah. comic book that they made and Jay and Silent Bob felt some type of way about it. So what's going on now is they are trying to reboot the Jay and Silent Bob franchise in yeah. movies and make a blunt man V chronic blunt man v chronic and the whole thing is like a spoof on reboots of course all of the reboots that are happening right now everybody kind of catching on nostalgia so blunt man and chronic jay and silent bob mm-hmm. are gonna reboot so this is this is what's gonna happen are you excited about this i am yeah i am because you know Were you a jay and silent bob fan yeah because yeah. it was just feel- Funny, silly, dick, dick humor. Honestly, That's exactly what it's it basically is, yeah. what it is. It's like fart humor. Yeah, and I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's just if you want a good laugh. Mark Hamill was in uh, every everybody was in that. Yeah. So what I'm hearing Kevin Smith say is, look, they were going to make um, Clerks three didn't come together because oh, okay. one of the guys from the four guys from Clerks didn't want to do it, didn't come together. Mm-hmm. So then they were going to do Mallrats. Mm-hmm. Um, they were going to shoot it in Philadelphia, didn't come together. Then they were going to do Mallrats as a TV show, didn't come together. Hmm. And then Chasing Amy 2, didn't come together. <laughs> so ultimately what went down is, he's like, look, you know, Jay of Jay and Silent Bob was like, yeah. why don't you do another Jay and Silent Bob movie? And Kevin Smith's like, nah, it wasn't working. So from these other two things not coming together, he said, you know what? Let's try it. So it seems like this is going to come come together. Kevin Smith owns the rights mm-hmm. to Jay and Silent Bob. There's really nobody who can say no unless Jay just decides he doesn't want to do it anymore, sure. which it was Jay's idea. So I don't see that happening. And what else does he have happening now? Jay? Yeah. What is Jason Jay Muse? Doing? He's direct. He's directing stuff. Is like he really? That. Yeah. Oh, well, he's yeah. out there making moves. Because I would imagine that this would be like, a, that's a big ticket. Like, why would you turn this down? Yeah. Like, yeah. do a big Kevin well, Smith. Well, he, wa- he wants to do it. Yeah. You know? And, like, Jay, uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes have been going around, like, the country doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, like, a live show uh, for years. Yeah. So, the fan base is there. And, you know, cashing in on the whole sequel, Batman v Superman, trying to do a spoof. I'm smart. I'm into it. I, yeah. I, I will go watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, I mean, I guess Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was a sequel sort of to the cartoons? Well, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is the first Jay and Silent, Silent Bob movie. But originally, though, before that, there were like there were the cartoons. There were the Jay and Silent Bob cartoons. Well, we met Jay and Silent... As you can see, I'm a Kevin Smith fan. We met Jay and Silent Bob in Clerks. In Clerks. They, so that's the first place they arrived. In, yeah. in the View Askew universe, which is kind of Kevin Smith's connected universe of all his movies, yeah. these two characters keep showing up in different movies. Right. Dogma so, and everything. Right, yeah. You know, they've been in all these different movies. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like this funny thing that they do with these characters. They have Jay and Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon movie, which is this cartoon that Jason Mewes directed and co-wrote, I think. Oh. So Jason Mewes is out there doing things. Yeah. So this is their reboot slash sequel. Gotcha. It's really a sequel yeah. to Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Gotcha. 
Speaking of sequels. Yes. Suicide Squad 2. Mm. So apparently we have a list of potential directors. And you're a certain one that you are super excited about. Let's just talk about this one in particular. Okay. For some reason, at the top of this list mm -hmm. of people who might helm Suicide Squad 2. Drum roll. Mel Gibson. Boom! What? You are so excited. What? Wish you could see the look on Adam's face. What? But, like, it doesn't make sense. Why? Wait, I'm I'm thinking of the Tell way. Tell why you mess, huh? I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the way a rumor comes together. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, how does how does this get pulled together? Is there right. evidence for it? Or is this all someone wishing? Like, I, I just want this person to be on a, a project? Mm -hmm. Or what is it? But why would you assign even a rumor? Why would you assign Mel Gibson to this film? The last couple Mel Gibson movies, think of them. Hacksaw Ridge. Didn't, Hacksaw that, didn't Ridge, that just get nominated for something? Immensely gory, serious, like, anti-war sentiment film. Okay. Right? Drama. Okay. Uh, Apocalyptico immensely gory drama depiction of mm -hmm. of of these ancient cultures mm -hmm. the passion of the christ mm -hmm. incredibly gory depiction of jesus christ being tortured and killed mm -hmm. where does suicide squad 2 fit into this what what what? What do you mean? I, I don't. I, I thought you would say. I thought you would go anti-Semitic comments. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. He's least, kind of a jerk. Not the least from of what which. we hear in, in the in the internet. Not even just kind of a jerk. This dude is just a jerk wholesale. Like I mean, like his 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 sheet is bad. But also as a filmmaker, what the hell is happening? here? Why not? I don't like. As far as a filmmaker, I don't see what. Is the problem? It's I'm more about his him, his something him his... outside of being an actor or director. The, yeah. the wild things that he said to like his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I hope you get raped by a pack of n words. Yeah, or something wild like that. Call the cop, sugar tits. You know what I'm saying? Like what's what's good right now? You Nothing know what I mean? Is good. So I'm, I'm well. One, that's that's what would be my thing. One, but his his ability to move the camera. I don't. I mean, he's braveheart. Like. He's done good stuff. Yeah, sure. He's done good stuff. But, but okay, one, how is he even working still? Okay, first fair, off. Fair. And two, I just do not understand this pick. That'd be like... First of all, first thing you need to understand oh, is no. 45 <laughs> is the president. Okay? Yeah. 45 yeah. is the president. I anything's, guess anything is possible. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Yeah. Anything's possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not blown away by the fact that Mel Gibson is able to still work in Hollywood and do and say the things he said. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is this really mind-blowing to me? No. No, it's, it's not. strange to me, man. Strange? Sure. Well, and then, and uh, here, let's just and do put I this think he, And do I think if they let him direct the movie mm. and do a Suicide Squad movie, do I think it'll look good? Probably. <laughs> Probably will. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Sure. Do I think he's from what I've heard and read and seen on on the internet about him as a person, do I think he's horrible. a wild, horrible individual? Yeah. Probably. You yes. know what I'm saying? So it's hard to disconnect, you know, art, like person from their art. Yes. So like both are happening at the same time right now. Well, let's wrap it all up in saying I have no idea how Suicide Squad 2 
could even happen because that first movie was such a mess. I don't want seconds. I'm not going in for seconds. I had my butt punched and my head blasted with water and air during that entire experience of the first Suicide Squad. No, thank you. I will not have seconds, second servings of this one. Pass, you're trying to tell me that pass, you're not going to go see a second Suicide Squad movie. If the Joker is even anywhere close. Adam, you're going to see a second Suicide Squad movie. I have beef. I have beef. I understand you have beef, but you're going to go see a second su- <laughs> Don't sit here and lie to these people and tell them you are not going to go see the Suicide Suicide Squad movie, the Batman movie, regardless of who directs it and who plays Batman, <laughs> you know what I mean? The Green Lantern Corps movie, yeah. the Wonder Woman movie, like the Sirens of Gotham. Yeah, I'll see you that. know, like you're going to see all these movies. Like we are not the community whose money they're trying to like, please give us your money. Yeah. They basically already put their hands in our pockets and took it, it. took the money from us already. <laughs> the fact that they're making the movie, they're like, oh, we already got Adam and Octavia, so let's not worry about them. Well, it doesn't matter if we got Mel Gibson or not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Junk, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Junk. All right, so let's go to something that I think I've seen a collective internet hurrah yeah like collectively the entire internet just went up mm-hmm. for this last week we found out that donald glover mm-hmm. is going to be voicing simba in the live action lion king and they're bringing back james earl jones mm-hmm. to voice Mufasa. amazing like yes amazing yes which is really funny. I'm so to excited. Me. I'm I was listening to Comic Book Junto when you and Chuck were talking about this. Mm-hmm. And Chuck was echoing a sentiment that I maintain, which is Disney, why do you have to keep doing live action films? That's how I felt about Lion why King. Why you do this? And as soon as it got to the Donald Glover information, it yes. was a total 180. Yes. Total one. And I'm I'm there. I'm with you. Because yes. when the talent is there, when I can get behind that. I can get behind them, then yeah, I'm I'm with it. Absolutely, I'm with it. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, you know, the Lion King being remade in live action, it's still animation. It's still animated. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, a different animation. I do feel though, like some things, and w- we have a couple movie reviews coming up. How's my man Simba Sparks feel about this? He's out of his mind, excited. <laughs> <laughs> Simba Sparks is extremely excited. Right. You know, he uh-huh. was like, he told me today that Lion King is his favorite movie of all time. Yeah, that's you know? right. And there's some things to me that are like, okay, I get that you're going to do this, but we really don't need this. Yes. And if anything, it almost like subtracts a little bit from my original experience. From the original y- anime. Y- you know movie. what I mean? Like, I don't, need you to do jungle book i'm Agreed. i'm good Agreed. i don't need you to do beauty and the beast i don't need you to do aladdin mm-hmm. you know now if they do aladdin and it's great then i might be like oh man this was amazing i'm so but i guess i haven't felt like that from any of the live action versions of animated stuff the Not animated necessary. thing is always better yes yeah. thus far agreed thus far the animated thing blows the live action thing out of the water yeah so it's like and it it holds up i mean he right today, now right. in 2017 i could sit down and watch the lion king and have a ball 
No problem. Yes. So, yeah, I feel you. And and I'm thrilled that they have James Earl Jones. I'm thrilled that Donald Glover is a part of anything because I'm always excited about that. But at the same time, I'm like, do we got to? Do we have to? Yeah. So, uh, those movies, not guaranteed to see. I haven't seen the other live action Disney films yet. I haven't seen any of them. So... You know, we'll, we'll see. They did the uh, Sleeping Beauty in live action. Maleficent. Oh. Remember that? I, yeah, but... That I, just kind of like happened. Yeah, that, that kind of just came and went. It wasn't really like a big talk about that. Yeah, so I don't know. And then Beauty and the Beast is coming soon. And mm-hmm. I saw a, a clip of Beauty and the Beast and it was frame for frame, shot for shot, the animated movie, except not as good. I don't think I've ever even watched one trailer for Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Are you going to go see that movie? No. You're not going to see it? No, I'm not. Pre-advanced screening tickets, are you going to see it? I don't think so. Yeah. I kind of I kind of so. feel that way too. It's like if I don't have anything else to do and I feel like going to the movies and I got advanced screening tickets or if Alexis really wants to go see it, but Alexis very rarely wants to go see movies. I was laughing so damn hard when uh uh you two were talking about Dan Stevens, um the lead from Legion mm-hmm. FX mm-hmm. and Dan Stevens is playing the Beast. <laughs> Right? And you said, what's he going to play? A teacup? He a clock? I was laughing my ass off listening to that. Oh, that was good. Chuck goes, he might play an angry villager. He a clock? (laughs) Yeah. Who the clock? That the dude from Legion? Yeah. Sound like the dude from Legion. Now, how about a movie that uh, you Uh, and I and the world are excited for, but apparently no one could get it together to make? Gracious. Let's talk about The Batman. Oh, man. Ben Affleck. Not a director anymore. Ben Affleck maybe doesn't want to be Batman anymore. There's a rumor that he doesn't even want to have the role potentially. And then they have a new director, which is Matt Reeves. I think Matt Reeves was the writer. And now Matt Reeves is not going to be doing it anymore. Like no one can stay on top of this project, man. And I can picture Jeff Johns and DC saying, well, well, look tough. We are still going to make it. Right. But at what point in time have you just sacrificed and compromised every possibility for it to be quality because you just take whoever's next? Yeah. I mean, it's like a bad casting call. We'll make it happen. It'll do. I don't happen. I really am like struggling with this movie. Yes. Uh, It like is falling apart. DC extended universe is really I'm just losing faith in it day after day after day, mm-hmm. you know, like, and Batman, I love Batman, but it's yeah. just like, I don't have much confidence in DC as a movement, sure. the DC extended universe as a movement sure. to be able to go, Oh, they got it. Yeah. You tell me Captain Marvel's coming out. Go for it. Inhumans is coming out and a couple episodes are going to be on IMAX and they're going to show it in the movie theater and then it's going to show up on TV. Sure. Okay. Let's go see it. Yeah. All right. You tell me that Punisher and Danny Rand and blah, blah, blah are going to have their own show. Okay. Sure. I even, we even talked about it on episode 60. I see certain trailers and I'm like, ah, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. This guy, Finn Jones ain't looking too all right, but you know. Danny Bland, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, but even that Marvel, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll give it to you. You got it. I'm sure it'll be fine. They've earned it. They've earned it. But I think the problem with, I think what's happening with DC extended universe is they have not put in the time. No. 
And what they're trying to do now is they're trying to make up for almost 10 years of what Marvel has been doing mm-hmm. in three. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing the effects. Yeah. Rick Famuyiwa is gone. Now this that's, person's that, that's gone. That's when I really lost hope. Now they are going back to do like a rewrite of the whole Flash script or something like that. Yeah. And it's like... What's happening? I'm waiting for DC to serve up a movie that was as good as Superman Returns, and then you'll get me back. Then you'll get me back as soon as you have reached that high, high watermark. Adam, you're talking real spicy, but you know good and well you're going to be in whatever movie they put out. You know, but I mean, for real, like Superman, Superman, the Superman movie with Henry Cavill was like, all right, cool, I'm into this. Batman v Superman, I was still into it, but I do see people's kind of like concerns and issues. Sure, Suicide Squad. That was not a good movie. I think there's a large amount of people who agree that this was not a good look. Yeah. Now, moving forward beyond that, now we go into like all of this whole Justice League thing. Mm-hmm. And we even heard at one point that possibly the guy was doing Aquaman wasn't going to do it. Yeah. But then it's like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm going to do it. And it's like, we it, did we hear a little bit of rumors about the similar thing for Wonder Woman, but it kind of seemed to pan out. Now, Wonder Woman is right now, Wonder Woman seems like this gleaming opportunity. Wonder Woman is the last bastion for DC to do right by. Did me. you just call Wonder Woman Sebastian? No, like no. Mermaid? Now, now I'm talking about that and Disney that live action thing. Yeah, live. That's, that's now, hold on now. Wonder Woman is the last Sebastian. No, what I'm Little saying. Little Mermaid live action. It, you know it's going to happen. Eventually. You know it's going to happen. Yes. You know Donald Glover's going to play Ariel. You know <laughs> they're going to get... <laughs> They're gonna get. They're gonna get Matt Damon to play Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get Matt Damon. <laughs> they're gonna get Scarlett Johansson. You know what I mean? Ursula. Yeah, yeah. of Look, course. What I'm saying is, Wonder Woman looks amazing. Please, 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 do not disappoint me, Wonder Woman. Hey, well, oh my gosh, I just don't want them to disappoint me with Batman. When I start hearing trying. rumors about Ben Affleck possibly not wanting to hear it, now that's not founded on anything that's not out of Ben Affleck's mouth rumor but those are the rumors I don't like it yeah I'm concerned agreed DC Extended Universe please get your life together yeah and deliver us from evil (laughs) okay (laughs) for thine is the kingdom okay Uh it is nigh Uh if you can just slow down and do it right the first time that's my advice yeah that would be just take your time you don't have to jam all these movies together. I really think this is a mistake because they're trying so hard to cash in and make all this money. It's like, dude, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. It's okay. Like, you don't have to, like, I don't know. Give me one excellent, totally standalone film. Yeah. It doesn't need to be connected Superman to was other that. things. Superman was cool. What you say? Man of Steel? Is that what you're saying? Man of Steel? Or Superman? Which one? What? What are you telling me, Octavius? The Kevin, not the Kevin, the Henry Cavill joint, Man of Steel. Which was? Which one was that? Now, Man of Steel was the one where he I don't want to be agreed. Don't don't. No, let me let me Google Man this. of See? Steel. Nah, because you're gonna try to get me to agree to some stuff. On Man of Steel was the one where it was basically Dragon Ball Z. I don't trust in you. Metropolis. I don't trust you because you're gonna try to get me to agree Zod. to things that I don't really believe in. Because here's what I'm you know telling what I'm you, Octavius. That movie was trash. No, it was not trash. trash. I know that you don't like it because it's you want movie. you want it because you don't like the way they represented Superman. Agreed. But Man of Steel was cool. 
Man of Steel was a that, oh my god that Man was, so was cool whack all right whatever that, uh, you know what was whack you want to talk about what was whack yeah that Superman, Superman Return of the Mac is terrible <laughs> I don't care how many times you shoot a man in his eye it ain't gonna make it a good movie <laughs> it ain't gonna make it a good movie I legitimately don't remember a single scene other than that one I don't remember it either excellent film DC, one excellent standalone film. That's all I want. One at a time. That's all I want. One at a time. Yeah. Stop trying to jam it all together. Tell me about what else we got on the news. All right. So, speaking of sequels, we talked about Jay and Silent Bob getting a reboot. We talked about, you know, the next thing that's (laughs) happening with Justice League and DC Extended Universe. Yes. We talked about even doing... You know, Ariel, the reboot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know Ariel what I mean? Reboot. Matt Damon. Ariel playing. v. Ursula. Right, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah. So, The Matrix. Yes. There's conversations floating around with Keanu Reeves, since Keanu Reeves has just put out John Wick Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Of course, people think, hey, man, listen, if you don't know, you probably know this from the trailer, hey, Morpheus and Neo meet on screen again. You know? Yeah. Like, what, Keanu, what would you think about doing another Matrix movie? First thing I think when I hear that is, look, guys, stop. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Yeah. You should have stopped at the Matrix. Stop right there. Cult classic. Great movie. Leave it alone. We don't need the Matrix Reloaded. We definitely don't need Matrix. What was it? Resurrection? Revolution? Revolution. We didn't need that. Yeah. Right? But... They gave it to us anyway. So they're talking to Keanu Reeves. They ask him, hey, look, would you be down to another Matrix movie? Here's what Keanu says. One, the Wachowskis would have to have to be involved. They would have to write it and direct it. And then we'd see what the story is. But yeah, I don't know. That'd be weird, but why not? And he says, people die, stories don't. People and stories don't. Interesting. So I'm, I think of... Uh... Ian Malcolm okay. from the movie Jurassic Park, uh-huh. when he says, your scientists were so preoccupied with whether they could, mm-hmm. they didn't think about if they should, mm-hmm. they should not. They should not. No. We closed the book on Matrix. And I don't think the Wachowskis have done anything of similar caliber since the Matrix. Jupiter Ascending. Best all, movie all right, of all time. Now, Adam, stop it. You know good and well. <laughs> okay, well, how this about this? Is not true. Sense Eight. Some people really enjoy Sense Eight. But is it Matrix level? I don't know. They haven't done anything in that realm of good. Not even yeah. close. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's almost an ice, ice baby. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's almost. <laughs> no, seriously. It's it, like the Wachowskis are almost like the here's my one hit wonder. Sure, here's sure, my sure. one hit wonder. Of a trilogy, arguably, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? But I have thoughts about this. And I'll, as we talk about some of these movies we got to see in the future, I'll have I'll talk more about this. But I believe, I think I, think I kind of said it a little bit earlier, when you add on to a franchise, the, the stuff you add on taints the original piece. And I don't think you need to keep adding on things. Sometimes things should end. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you should maybe, you know, just even, I don't know. Like, but then again, the other way, like I told you, I don't really like the original Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. but the whole story collectively, I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'm a fan of it. Do you remember the Animatrix? Yes. That was dope. That was good. And I really enjoyed the fact that they had 
vignettes and individual directors and animations mm -hmm. to yeah. tell stories yeah. that take place inside of the Matrix universe. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I don't want a Matrix 4. I don't want another Matrix. I don't want something to be added on top of Matrix 3 because I don't want to be reminded of Matrix 3. So I have two I have conflicting feelings. Okay. One, you already messed it up. Leave it alone. Go do something new. Sure. Two, but what if it's amazing though? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, like that's the gamble. That's the other thing. It's like, well, and I kind of lean towards we well, already messed it up. Sure. So you know what I mean? You would hope that they would what's take a the, What's the worst that could happen? They make it worse? Well, you know what I'm saying? The, the worst like, that can happen... It, here's the thing. You, you would hope the, the Wachowskis would take a note of what everyone loved, right? Mm -hmm. They would have this feedback loop and understand people loved the first Matrix and certain scenes from Matrix Reloaded. Mm -hmm. And everyone was uncool with Matrix Revolutions. Yes. Like, just straight up. Yes. And you would think that they would grab that and say, okay, if we were going to do another Matrix movie, we would have to capitalize on the things that everybody loved. Mm -hmm. We have to revisit that. Mm -hmm. But they made Jupiter Ascending. Not good. And as a fan of Jupiter Ascending, Adam, I'm going to tell you objectively, horrible, 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 terrible film. Yes. A mess. Yes. I liked it because it was such a mess that I enjoyed myself like, <laughs> are you right. seeing this? Right. Everybody seeing this? Right. I mean, really, your, your man was roller skating on air, rollerblading in the air. Wolf, bird, human. What's happening? The, so if they were, what is happening of, with this? They were movie? capable of doing Jupiter Ascending. I think they they would just do that again. They were just like Matrix Jupiter Ascending. Like I I just don't think. Yeah, like I said, they haven't come close to anything. Need I mean, Scorsese keeps giving you even m night came back sure. and even m night gave you a handful of good ones then he went on a bad streak sure. and then he gave you a couple good you know what i'm saying so it's possible to boomerang it's possible back, but yeah. it's really like man and the only reason why i think i'm kind of like okay is because it's like i don't i've already accepted that you guys have ruined this thing mm -hmm. so the worst that could happen is that you make it even worse. And I don't really care that much anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I could very well show somebody like I could show my, my future children, the matrix and go, that's it. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Great movie, dad. I know. Right. They'd be like, there's two more matrices. No, there are not. No, they do not exist. No, you know, no such thing. No, such. but yeah, like we could stop there. Sure. You know what I mean, but then on the other hand, this could be the resurrection. This could be the thing where it's like, whoa, the Wachowskis are back. Because people said the same thing about M. Night. But he kept on cranking them out. Yeah. And then here we go with Split. Yeah. So, no, no, no. I think I think doing another Matrix movie would be like building a house on an Indian burial mound. Mm. And if you've seen Poltergeist, mm. you know how that turns out. Just don't do it. Yeah. This is the, you already, you made this a mess. Yeah. Don't build something new on top of that because yeah. it's just going to inherit a mess. Yeah. I don't feel, uh, I agree with you. I just don't feel like I'm not at the point where I'm screaming, don't do this. I'm yeah. kind of just like, do whatever you want. They man. would have to get a different director, I think. Well, for, if, for me, like what I really, what the thing is, the, the hope that I have is that they would almost star wars it 
As in get different people to get tell out of the story. way. Get out of the way. Yeah. Move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this movie has been around long enough where there are fans of the Matrix that were like, ooh, I remember when I watched this when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. elementary school, high school, college, whatever. Yeah. Man. And they're directors and writers and whatever now and producers. And if you put the Matrix in their hands, they'd probably be like, what? You gonna let me do the Matrix? Yeah. Oh, I got some for that. Yeah. I just don't trust the Wachowskis. Yeah. Even though Keanu says it would have to be the Wachowskis. Well, then. Well, they would have to like, I don't know. I don't, he says they'd have to be involved, right? Sure. But I don't know if that means that they'd have to do everything. They said, yeah, he says they would have to be involved. So I don't know if that means it's their intellectual property or who owns it or they'd have to write, direct, produce, whatever. But the Wachowskis, the stuff that they've been putting out, as far as I'm concerned, it's like I'm not really interested in anything they're doing. Sure. Yeah. So, I, I've heard good things about Sense8 and I haven't watched it myself. I'm going to have to get a taste of that before I render a judgment. But right now, no more Matrix. I'm done with yeah. that. All right. Done with it. And you... Got one more thing. This is kind of a taste for what's to come. Matt Damon. Yeah. Savior of China. Thank you, Matt Damon. First of all, let's just talk about the hashtag. Thank you, Matt Damon. Thank you, Matt Damon. If you have not looked up hashtag, thank you, Matt Damon, go ahead and go on Twitter and do yourself. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. It is hilarious. Mm -hmm. The pushback that they've been getting from this movie is interesting to say it best without going into any spoilers we'll talk about it in full detail but check out that hashtag it'll be good for you you have seen the film and i have not seen it yet yes and i need you to confirm or or deny Mm -hmm. does matt damon do an accent in this movie yes he does what is that i haven't the slightest idea (laughs) i remember being in the theater and i was there with simba sparks and we literally were like what accent is that that he's doing? It's just, I, I, the, the soon as he opened his mouth and spoke, I was like, is that Irish, Scottish, British kind of what? What I can't place that. It sounds like he's almost like just randomly picking, like fluctuating in between a bunch of accents. You know what I'm saying? Like he hasn't. He hasn't like settled on one. Like, I'm gonna go to the car, I'm gonna go ahead and do this there, and I'm gonna get a burger. Like he didn't decide I'm gonna do that accent. Yeah, I'm sure. gonna do the I'm gonna get a burger. All right. What's the fry? Like he hadn't he didn't decide I'm gonna do the Boston accent. He's like, I'm just gonna kind of pick a bunch of voices and do all kinds of things. Oh wow. No. That wasn't what he sounds like. But okay. it's you see how my voice was all over the place. It kind of like like yeah. you're like, this voice you're doing is not a solidified joint. Is that is that something that bothered you? Uh, or like, among many I mean, things like, that bothered me. Obviously, this movie, this movie is not a historical uh, chronicle of what happens in ancient China, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are dragons and monsters and is really outlandish and over mm-hmm. the top. And, mm-hmm. and, and clearly Matt Damon is there. So, yep. you know, what the hell is actually happening? So is it? that much more ridiculous if he just makes up an accent well that's what we find out in the internet the internet told us that matt damon literally just made up an accent for the <laughs> he character. did just make it up and because that's what it sounded like i'm like what is he doing and then it turns out they just made it up <laughs> they oh. just made up an accent like he cre- he just created some sort of way of talking huh and uh. it's kind of like yeah, uh, sounds about right. Is that kind of like how 
sounds like the kind of liberty you they would take. take. Yeah, yeah sure. you know, like, I mean, well, we're going to put Matt Damon on top of the Great Wall of China, then... Oh yeah, of course. The, Donald Trump is the president. Well, sure. Alternative facts. Yeah. Okay. It's not, that kind of goes. Sense. That kind of goes together. I could see that. You know, like Matt Damon is going to be the like the savior of the. Yeah. You would make up a random accent that doesn't exist. Sure. Sure. It goes together. Well, oh, man, I need to know what this sounds like. I I have so many movies that I have to watch, and it, it is it is actually causing me physical pain to think that the first one I'm going to watch is The Great Wall. Well, you don't have to watch that one first, but you just got to watch it quick. Yeah. Because we got we, we, we to put it together yeah. fast. Yeah, because we can't even really talk about this that much because you ain't heard it. Goodness. But it's just to add to the to the ongoing timeline of thank you, Matt Damon. Thank you, Matt Damon, for making up a new accent. Yeah, thank you, Matt Damon, for exposing us to a region of the world that no one knew existed. Yeah. Because it don't. Right. The, uh, is this is this on par with Chadwick Boseman in White Gods of Egypt? Well, the thing about Chadwick Boseman's accent in White Gods of Egypt, it was just ridiculous. It was, but he but he decided like he it was clear what he was doing. He just wasn't doing it very well. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I know the accent you're trying to do. It's just you're not. This isn't working. It's, it's not working for you. Sure. You're not good at this one. When you do T'Challa from Wakanda, I'm with you. Sure, no question about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But so it just didn't sound right coming out of Chadwick Boseman's mouth. Sure. But this is like, I'm literally like, what is, <laughs> what is that he's doing? <laughs> so. Oh, I can't wait. There's that. I can't wait. So that's it for the news. Wonderful. And we got a little uh, short, short, short and sweet talkback segment that we're going to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you tell them a little bit about talkback? Yeah, talkback is the segment of the show in which we have conversations with you. We like when you, our listeners, hit us up on Twitter or when you send us an email. If you have questions, you can always hit us with the hashtag AskCBJ. If you just want to leave a review on iTunes, we love when you do that. Five stars and a positive comment. Yes, uh, that that puts a smile on our faces, and and we are liable to read that mm-hmm. on the show. Actually, I. Got got one to read today. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. So uh, this is the part where we'll ask, uh, answer questions or read your comments uh, because this is a dialogue. Comic book Junto is Octavius and it's me and it's you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So let's start off with a five-star comment on iTunes. This is from Rich the Husband. Oh, okay. All right. Five-star hey, five review. Here's what he says. Just want to make a disclaimer first. I actually have no idea what the whole podcast is about. <laughs> but great thank, all, all hey right. thank you rich all right sounds good <laughs> i've only listened so he probably not even gonna hear this <laughs> thank you anyway uh i have only listened to the one shot episodes with that said this is still my favorite podcast adam and octavius are the best geek movie reviewers i have ever heard the depth at which they break down these movies bring me to a higher place of thought in terms of what I just watched. Can't wait until you listen to the Great Wall <laughs> one shot. Yeah, we'll, shout, we'll, we'll try to remember to shout you out then. It's like my movie watching ex- movie watching becomes complete once I watch the movie and then listen to these two guys chop it up on the podcast. They are not just deep, but also highly entertaining. Love the banter between the two friends, these two friends. Five stars and a positive comment. Y'all deserve that joint. Not John. Brooklyn stand up. Hey. All right. Okay. Live your life. All right, man. Live your life. Represent BK. Okay. I always still appreciate you, man. We 
We appreciate you. Appreciate you. I like that. That's really funny. Uh, I'm I'm sure, and I hadn't even thought about it before, but I'm sure there are people who only listen to the one shots, right? Because it's more culturally relevant. Yeah. Because you can actually uh, see that movie and then continue the conversation with us. And hey, I'm I'm cool with that. I'm I'm glad to have you. Maybe try the regular show out sometime. You know, yeah. dip your toe. Yeah. See what it's about. See what it's like out there. Because it's largely the same. You know, we just <laughs> kind of scatter things around. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we're happy to have you, Rich. Thank you. Right. Um, all right. So we got another one that I wanted to. So so not another one. We got a question, like a talkbacks question here. Okay. Um, so this is from at Bodega Blues. And he says, uh, are we living in sec- are, we, are we living in secret empire already? Question mark. How can we take down Trump? <laughs> Sorry, I totally meant Hydra. <laughs> also, are y'all reading Wildstorm? Hashtag AskCBJ. Secret Empire, for anyone who is uninformed, is an upcoming Marvel event, uh, a crossover event in which um, Captain America, who is a secret Hydra agent is rising to power and and arguably has more power than the president of the United States and Mm. secret empire is going to be, I guess, documenting the events that take place when a, a Hydra agent becomes that level of authority. And also a lot of people are real pissed off about secret empire and the implications of captain America being not just a bad guy, but a Hydra bad guy. So we've talked about that at length. And I mean, at length in previous episodes. Yeah. And the question, are we living in secret empire right now? I mean, I would say, yeah, kind of. How so? In the sense that I think secret empire is being written by Nick Spencer at Marvel as a way to mirror or parallel things Mm. that are happening in our world. Gotcha. At the same time, like, look, let's be real. I love Captain America. I have always loved Captain America. Him being a heel turn right now and being a bad guy is the kind of thing that's supposed to get a rise out of you because you're like, no, it's not supposed to be like that. Dominic Toretto is not a bad guy. How can you betray your family in Fate of the Furious? People get upset about that too. Right. How, how's Vin Diesel going to do his family like that? But like, that's because... Cap has been the hero that has earned the respect and loyalty from fans over a long time. So that's why the heel turn works more or doesn't, depending on who you ask. So let's be real. When I say I ain't never liked Donald Trump, Hmm. not ever. Yeah. Not when he was making cameos in Home Alone 2 and not when he was firing people left and right on The Apprentice, not when he was selling steaks on television. I'm like, I never had love for him. So this is kind of different in the sense that his empire is not as secret. (laughs) It's blatant. Mm. It's really over the top and ridiculous and shameless is is part of the reason why it's not so secret. So I guess we're sort of living in secret empire, but at the same time, nah. This is just a very blatant evil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just not easy. Yeah. As you you know. Made me sad. Sad. sad sad first of all uh number one anybody can get it okay i got oh, my num- oh. i got my hand on the button oh yeah anybody comes across the border i got my hand on the button wow i got the burner on me i got the secret service behind me yeah. i mean hydra whatever you, hell hydra but but whatever yeah, bottom yeah. line is this anybody want can get it <laughs> awful, awful. <laughs> anybody can want to get it you get out of pocket you're drawing 
It's about to go down. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you start drawing, it's about to go down. <laughs> you start saying things like that. I don't know if that makes him more sympathetic or what it is. Trying to connect with the blacks. They're living in hell. All right. Um, you know what type of you know what time it is. What's that a uh, Twitter account? Prez villain. Yes. Uh, oh, what is that? I think that yo. Twitter what is that? Is Prez P R. Listen, an, another villain. opportunity for you guys to just have a good old you know chuckle. Like there's this awesome Twitter account. I'm trying to look it up right now as we speak, but I text Adam way too much, so I can't find it. It's like a million things, a million um, text in. It is Prez Villain. So it's at P-R-E-S-V-I-L-L-A-I-N. Explain what it is. So Prez Villain or President Villain is a Twitter account in which panels depicting Red Skull, the the speech bubbles are filled in with actual Trump quotes. And you know what's wild? Scary It doesn't seem off. Nah, not at all. if, If I told you... That, hey, this is just a panel from a Captain America comic or a Marvel comic. I think for a large majority of them, you might be like, oh, wow, what issue is this? You wouldn't think this is 45. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then they're always paired right next to the actual source Mm -hmm. of the Trump quote. Uh, So this, yeah, man, it's twisted. It is just totally twisted. I got more love for Red Skull than I have for Trump. Because Red Skull, Red Skull is fiction. At least I'm like, all right, well, he's evil. Because he was written to be evil. Yeah. He's not naturally evil. He was just concocted that way. Yeah, it's not a, you know, real, it's got, not a real person. This is a figment no, of someone's you, imagination. No, you, you can have love for bad guy villains. Yeah. I'm like, Boba like the, Fett was a bad guy. The Joker, Heath Ledger's play, portrayal yeah. of the Joker is my favorite villain in, in movies, period. Uh, easy, easy. So, eh, man, it's scary. Yeah. So, moving down the question, uh, are you all reading Wildstorm? I bought it, but I haven't read it yet. Do you have any background with Wildstorm? No, I literally purchased it because of this tweet. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I saw this tweet and I was like, let me go grab this thing. But I just haven't gotten a chance to get around to it because I've been catching up on some other comics. Okay. Yeah, uh, I I haven't really dabbled in Wildstorm, not when it came out originally. And uh, I know it's being reissued or they're brand new stories, kind of a revisiting reboot of the Wildstorm universe right now. Yeah. That came out just last week, in fact. Yes. And I haven't checked it out. So I'm relying on you, listener, to tell me how it is. Like, read it and let me know. Read it and weep. Because I think it's 24 issues. Well, that's what's interesting. Like, when you look on the cover, it has this little, like, ticker, almost like a little dial. Yeah. And it seems like it would move all the way through mm-hmm. all of the different issues. It's really interesting. I I'm very interested yet, but... in checking it out. I just need to have some... some uh, uh, perspective from someone who digs it. Someone needs to be able to give me an understanding of why I need to read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because right now I'm like, new comics? Yeah! And I'll pick up anything just because it looks new and shiny. I just need to have uh, some some personal explanation as to why I need to put it in my stack. Because y'all, I'm spending too much money out here on Wednesdays. So I need to curate more carefully. So if you think I should read Wildstorm, if you think Ak and I should read Wildstorm and you want to hear our thoughts on it, then you know, give it a hearty recommendation or give me the thumbs down. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid of doing that either. Yeah. yeah. We'll take either one. Mm-hmm. All right. One last um, ask CBJ for talkback. Um, this is from at Ben Sutton BSP. It says, at Comic Book Junto, are there any Boom Studios comics you guys are currently reading? Hashtag ask CBJ. Boom Studios that I am currently reading. Hmm. Currently reading. 
I'm not currently reading anything that Boom does. However, mm -hmm. I do want to shout out things that I have picked up in the past that I had a lot of love for. I love Lumberjanes. Lumberjanes rocks. Mm -hmm. That book is really funny and cool and just warm-hearted. Adventure Time, I was picking up for a long time. Yeah. I was a big fan of the cartoon, and the comics are hilarious. They're really funny. They're written by people like us who have grown up with these like certain experiences in Dungeons and Dragons and they yeah. were geeks back in the day, but yeah. they got great sense of humor. Um, I'm not reading anything from Boom presently. I'm not reading anything from Boom presently, but I will tell you in May when The Destroyer comes out, oh, I will be getting that. Yeah. That will be something that I'm really That's the kind of like a, a Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein meets Black Lives Matter yeah. kind of combination. So that I'm in, I'm in for that. That yeah. sounds excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'll come along to it. I want to say, I'm, I can't remember if this was Boom, but I want to say there was a book in the past that I read that I have to give a recommendation for, and it was called Six Gun Gorilla. I remember that, but I never read it. I remember hearing about that on other podcasts. Amazing. Really? Amazing. The writer was Simon Spurrier. The artwork is amazing. The whole thing is just so wacky. It's totally original, like nothing I've read before. Although it does remind me, it kind of harkens to like Earthworm Jim. Oh. It gives me that kind of vibe. Earthworm Jim was the one. Where it's like oddly violent, but it's also really cartoonish. I was really, really about that. And I think that was boom. If you have not read Six Gun Gorilla, regardless of who the publisher was, I highly recommend that. Check that one out. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's it for our talk back. Again, hashtag AskCBJ to send us your questions via Twitter. You can also send us emails, comicbookjunto at bearfruit.com. That's at B3ARFRUIT.com. Also, leave us a voicemail. Number being The number for that is 215-948-2742. And make sure you say that you don't want it to be on air if you don't want it to be on air. If we don't hear you say, don't put this on air, then it's fair game. We might play it. All right? Mm -hmm. Keep them coming in. I really enjoy getting books. Yes, we do. Yeah. So, um, on to the books of the week. So, happy brown bag day, Adam. Happy brown bag day to you. Happy brown bag day, internet. And let's talk about the pull list. Talk about what you picked up. Um, now, I don't know if you want to... We, we don't need to go back a bunch of weeks, but... No. I, so, I've been out of the States for two weeks, which means I missed two weeks of comics. So, as soon as I came back home, I went to my shop in Philly, in Old City, shout out to Brave New Worlds, and tried to pick up, I think, everything that I missed, but I'm sure that I'm missing some books as well. Um, and the big notable one for me that I missed while I was away was Batman. Batman 17 which I'm really, really stoked to be talking about hopefully soon. And you're telling me that I need to get on Daredevil. Yo, let me tell you something right now. Yeah. I have caught up on the current run of Daredevil, and that's, that's a big reason why I haven't been reading Wildstorm. Yo, it is really good. Yeah. Internet. Yeah. Go read Daredevil. They are currently on issue number 17, mm -hmm. and that is a part of an event which is called Running with the Devil. Mm -hmm. But go back to number one. Mm -hmm. And read up. I'm telling you, if you enjoy, if you enjoy detective stuff, yeah. If you enjoy the detective aspect of Batman, you're gonna like this. You know what's funny? I I loved Mark Wade and Chris Samney's run on Daredevil, and when Mark Wade and Chris Samney hung it up when they were done with it, I was like, okay, I'm good with Daredevil. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Like they, it, it was almost as if I I, I was saying. These two guys did such a good job that I'm just going to give them the final word. 
And so I had not picked up the the Charles Sewell books. I will tell you, that's kind of how I felt about Batman when yeah. Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo finished their run. I, and and it, I, it's nothing against Tom King because no. I didn't know who he was. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just like, ah, but this is my Batman run. So I, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Tom King would just like re-energize me in a different way. Yeah. And I think what's interesting about this is it's darker, but that's just the way it's still Daredevil. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And it is like, I mean, I remember I was reading an issue yesterday, the day before I was literally like talking out loud. No, what? Like stuff like that. Yeah. Like what? No, y'all what? Like, you know, and I don't often when I'm reading a comic book respond that way. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about this, I'm really like hyping this up. Mm -hmm. So, cause I really want you guys to read it. Cause it's something to read. Yeah. The fact that you get to read it in a chunk makes it even better. That's true. The fact that you get 17 issues of it, and then you can go right into Kingpin, and then you can go right into Bullseye. You can go right into Elektra. Like, you can read all the way up and then get right into an event. I think it'll be a good experience. All right, well, it seems to me that the math would check out that there are two trades out for that current run, Mm -hmm. because usually Marvel will put out a trade paperback collecting six issues. There are two trades of it. Yeah, perfect. So uh, the next trade will probably be coming out within the next couple of weeks, because they're going to have another six on their hands as soon as they hit issue 18. Mm -hmm. So I will, I'll go through my backlog. I'll get caught up. Yeah, it's good. I'll get caught up. It's good. Um, I'm looking at a. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You got you. You also, got you. I was going to say, I'm looking at what I picked up for today. Um, going through my stack, I picked up four floppies and a trade paperback. I picked up Occupy Avengers number four. I picked up Black Panther number 11. Hulk number three. Brand new one. This is a new number one. The Old Guard. From uh, Greg Rucka and uh, uh, Fernandez, Leandro Fernandez. And the trade that I picked up is Afterlife with Archie. I got really into this Riverdale show. I've been wanting to watch that. I got so, real it, into I'm assuming it. you would say it's worth my time. I would, it's complicated. I recognize that it is not for everyone. And I also recognize that it's kind of like junk food. I'm watching this and knowing like this is not necessarily something that I would recommend to a lot of folks, but I'm watching it and um, it, it is kind of like Twin Peaks and it's also kind of like Gossip Girl. It's like shows that I've never watched before, teen dramas, and normally I would not be interested in that, but there's some charm about this show that's got me hooked and I really enjoy it. The guy who wrote the TV show and is directing all of the episodes uh, also wrote Afterlife with Archie, which is drawn by one of my favorite illustrators in comics, uh, Francesco Francovia, mm-hmm. and it's zombies come to Archie's town, yeah. to Riverdale. I heard and this is like really good. Messed up, man. Like the it's really gruesome, and I'm really into it so far. So yeah, I heard this is really really good. Yeah, so I'm. Uh, like this got a lot of people into Archie who mm-hmm. weren't into Archie before. I'm very satisfied. I'm I'm into it, and I've been trying to lay low on the zombie thing. It's like zombies and everything. Adam, stop it. I'm just saying. Embrace it. I'm just saying. Just watch The Walking Dead and read the comic books, like oh, Chuck told one you. Th- to. One thing at a time. 
<laughs> just one thing at a time here. <laughs> I just got back yeah. into the United States. Don't hit me with too much. Exactly. All right, here's what I got. What do you got? Um, I got Black Panther number 11. I got Electra number one, which is a part of the Running with the Devil um, event. Mm-hmm. And I got Occupy Avengers number four. Now, I also picked up a handful of other things, just kind of catching up. Um, Daredevil number 17, Kingpin yep. number one, Bullseye number one, and All-Star Batman number seven. That's some stuff that I picked up in the past couple weeks that I'm still trying to catch up on. That's right. But our books of the week this week, we're actually going to go back to some of the stuff that we've um, been, you know, carrying on with. Um Batman number 17 and Invincible Iron Man number four. Now, before we dive into that, let's just speak on to other books. We've got so many books. Yeah. And it's just a lot to keep up with. Yeah. Let's just give a 60 second shot clock on Black Panther number 11. Let's give a 60 second shot clock on Occupy Avengers. Okay. Where do you want to start? Which one? All right. So I will go with Occupy Avengers. You want to do Black Panther? Yeah. All right. So Black Panther, ready, go. All right, Black Panther number 11 is showing us the war between Black Panther, T'Challa, uh, his sister Shuri, and uh, Zenzu, Zenzi and Zenzi. Tetu. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of a culmination of things that we knew were coming, and now they're finally meeting on the battlefield. And what we're experiencing in this issue is uh, Black Panther and his sister and Eden and Akili of the War Dogs basically becoming in contact with the the spiritual past and predecessors and former deceased leaders of Wakanda to form a nation and to say, look, it's not just people warring against people and it's not just Zenzi and Tetu versus us. It's y'all versus the nation of Wakanda. And this is the culmination. It feels like an ending of, of, of a plot arc in a bunch of ways. So it should be satisfying in that sense. But I'm just going to be real with you. It feels a little anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, of all of the issues that we've read before, this is another one of those issues in which things kind of feel like they needed to get wrapped up quickly. And the battle scenes, which are in my mind and in the, the thoughts and words of T'Challa himself, they're, they're great and epic and the stakes are high, but like the illustration doesn't necessarily match. Hmm. It just seems like that battlefield is kind of sparse. Yeah. And the action that we're seeing is, is very little. This, something seems not aligned here, but this is not the last issue of Black Panther. Oh no, it's not. We have more issues coming from Ta-Nehisi Coates. And anyway, he's going to continue going on. Brian Stillfreeze is going to be back, I think, uh, next issue. Mm-hmm. And basically the way this culminates... Um, spoilers for this book and for the books we're going to be talking about in the future is we see Shuri, Queen Shuri, at the head of the table where T'Challa used to be. That's right. So what does that mean? It seems like um, everything is in Shuri's hands. Mm -hmm. Truth of the matter is, I don't really know what that means. Don't know. I'm not quite sure what is going on exactly. How did all of this conclude what happened to Tetu, what happened to Zenzi. So it, it, it wasn't a clean wrap up, but there is an epilogue um, next issue. And then they're going into another event. Yeah. So I so guess we'll find out what's going out. on. Yeah. It, it, it could be a, an issue where, you know, the issue itself when it had to be all wrapped up was not as tidy, but the, the afterward might help. But uh, if you're picking up Black Panther, this one's a must, of course, because you want to, you know, wrap it up. You want to wrap up the story, but not the same caliber, I think, that we've been getting. Yeah. 
Uh, on to Occupy caliber, Avengers. Caliber, caliber. Just got to bring some designer back. Thank you for it's that. It's been a little while. I appreciate that. Oh, of course. Uh, so, Occupy Avengers, this is kind of about... Um, Whack! <laughs> Tilda Johnson, a.k.a. Um, Deadly Night- Nightshade. That's right. So, this... Again, spoilers for this book. This really was kind of like, uh, what happened here? We were liking Occupy Avengers because it seemed like these are the guys who are going to take care of the people who aren't getting addressed. We kind of talked about and we're saying, hey, man, are we going to address the injustices that are going on in the world? Superheroes and Avengers and mutants and humans, they just aren't going to address. Right, like tainted uh, drinking water and poverty. Like they, you remember that, what was the, the line that we were impressed with from the first issue? It was like, how do superheroes fight poverty? How do superheroes fix racial segregation? Like those, those were interesting, big questions to answer. And yo, this issue was basically Nick Fury is a robot and they shooting at people and, you know, Nightshade is going to have a book written about her. And yeah. It was kind of like, this isn't a bad issue of the comic. It's just like, wait, what does this have to do with what I thought this story was initially? Yeah. I, I guess I'm just, the, you know what these seem like? These seem like connective tissue issues to bring in Tilda yeah into the Occupy Avengers team right that's really what this seemed like this was great to see Nighthawk it was great to see um Tilda's kind of backstory we found out a little bit more about her but besides that it's kind of like okay Tilda's now part of the squad yeah and that's what this book represented and we'll see where this goes next and hopefully we get into an, another one of those adventures that we wanted to see before there's grace you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah, every sure. now and then you have a couple issues that you're like ah, i'm not really feeling that but you know that's why those are not the books of the week mm-hmm. the books of the week this week are batman number 17 and invincible iron man you want to start with batman yeah, let's start with Batman. All right. Uh, Batman number 17 is giving us part two of I Am Bane. And we have a lot to pick up from. First of all, if you haven't read uh, Batman number 16, recommend doing so because that is the, the first issue in this arc. And 17 is picking up immediately following the events of 16. So spoiler wall is going up. Let me just do that one. Three, two, one. It's your fault. Uh, at the end of issue 16, we, we got a little surprise, which is like all of the Bat family was hanging. Right. Like extreme. Like, well, like they were dead. They dead? Yeah. Um, is, 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 is he dead? dead? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, that was interesting because that the, the crux of that issue was Bruce saying, I want you, all of you to stay out of it. Leave Gotham, go on vacation, right? get the hell out of here while Bane is in town. Yes. And before any of them can take his advice, not like they were gonna, it seemed like Bane got to them. So that was disturbing. And when we start this one, we start with Bronze Tiger waking up in like a crummy little apartment. Yeah, somebody banging on his door. Somebody banging on his door and he answers the door and he gets shot in the gut. So it looks like he just got put down. Right. And then immediately we follow Superman flying to the Fortress of Solitude. Mind you, how heavy is that key? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the key has a crater. Right. Right. So he's like, he ain't even worried about any, well, A, 
How you you're not worried about anybody getting here? They can't you? even get the key up off the ground. Couldn't even pick it up if they yeah. wanted to. No. So he uh, Superman picks up the key. He opens up uh, the Fortress of Solitude, and who's already there? The Batman. Batman. Right. He's just hanging. And I think that that point of the key is so heavy that it's actually cracked the ground and Superman picks it up. But Batman is already, already inside there. and Superman goes, oh, hello. Um, all right. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing in here? Just mm-hmm. goes to show Batman. It would be surprising if it were anybody else, but Batman. So uh, the the boys, uh, the, the Robins are all in some kind of cryo chamber. Yeah. And the Robins are Damien... Dick Grayson and Jason Todd. Not is it Jason Todd? Yeah, Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I assume that they're being healed. Um, whatever happened to them previously, I have no idea. And to to that end, I'm a little confused. I, I'm not sure if they're dead and being revived, or if they didn't die and they're just being healed, or I'm not totally sure what's happening here. So I'm interested in getting some more context. Yeah, Batman says something weird, which I can't really place. He says, and this is him talking to Superman while they're looking at them in these like little capsules. It says, if I wake them, talking about the three Robins, they'll go after Bane again. After that, I won't be able to wake them. Is he saying they made it out alive this time? Right. But if I wake them, they're going to go after Bane, and then Bane's going to kill him? It seems that. That's what I kind of got, but I was still kind of like, what just, What happened there? Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, we go over to Arkham Asylum, uh, the Arkham Hospital, and we see Dr. Arkham wheeling a patient into some like super heavily guarded Dr. Miracle built uh, cell. Which was cell uh, a cell that was built to to keep the Joker inside, uh, so Harley couldn't bust the Joker out. So super difficult to get in. There's only one way in. There's only one key. They belabor that point, and when they get inside, we find out that it's not Doctor Arkham at all. It's Penny. It's Penny one. Alfred. Alfred. So uh, he's talking about how he he wanted to be an actor. He was going to do incredible things in Shakespeare. And this is the role that he has playing Arkham. And it's not even a, a patient or a, a villain in the wheelchair, but it's uh, Gotham girl. Gotham girl. Yeah. Right. Who is uh, still real bent out of shape after the very first arc from, from Tom King. She's, she's broken mentally. And inside this cell is Psycho Pirate. So there's some really crazy circumstances taking place here, which is they're going to use Psycho Pirate to fix Gotham Girl. That was the whole point of uh, uh, I Am Suicide, the arc prior to this, getting Psycho Pirate out of Santa Prisca. And to do that, Alfred's got to hold a gun to Psycho Pirate's head and force him to say certain words and phrases to heal Gotham Girl. So, like, it's twisted, you know? You don't usually see Alfred in this sort of predicament where this dude's got a gun to somebody's head and forcing him to say the words. Say it. Say the words. And Psycho Pirate is saying, I am brave. I am very brave. And we, and he's saying that because that's the way he his powers work. They affect the way people feel. Persuasion. Uh, and then we head over to some orphanage ruins. Uh, and there's a, a blonde woman looking over these ruins. And a gentleman saddles up next to her. And uh, they're talking about how all these cats keep coming to these ruins. And immediately I'm thinking of Selena Kyle because the rooftops arc 
Right. Gave us some insight into what was going on with Selena Kyle and the orphans and, and she's wanted for her murder and this, that, and the other thing. We learned the truth behind that. And uh, lo and behold, this blonde woman is Selena Kyle. There it is. And the same dude, it seems, who shot Bronze Tiger puts one in Selena Kyle's back. Oof. So you're like, everybody is just coming for Batman's allies. The ones who went to Santa Prisca to steal Psycho Pirate. And this this yeah. dude with a hawk, yeah, uh, is coming and Gaston, yeah, he's yeah, <laughs> yeah Gaston, and I a, guess, and a sash around his waist. Or whatever. I don't know, he kind of looks like Tintin, just like an evil version of Tintin. Uh, so that's the thing that's taking place. They also go after uh, Commissioner Gordon too. Mm-hmm, my namesake. They're going after Gordon, and Gordon is on the phone talking to Barbara about how he's going to quit smoking. He's going to quit today. And, uh, of course, he's uh, getting crept up on by the same person who shot Selena Kyle and Bronze Tiger. But they can't get a drop on Gordon. I, he's too good. Yeah, he's been around a block a couple times. Yeah. He does an amazing move where he, like, drops his pipe, air quotes, bends down to pick it up, and then shoots under his arm and shoots the gun out of the guy's hand. I'm like, okay, Kamish. Okay. Yeah, he's the best. Uh, but... Um, Immediately after that, Duke shows up and Duke and Gordon are, are exchanging like, what are you doing here? No, what are you doing here? And before any of them can answer one another, somebody busts through a wall, which I'm assuming is Bane, because who else is just walking through a wall? Right. So somebody busts through a wall and snatches both Gordon and Duke. And, uh, and then we have those final panels in which we have the reveal of Bane. Who's back on Venom. Yeah. He's jacked. He's got the mask on. He's got the thing connected. And Batman, who's chilling by this clock tower, just kind of sitting around waiting. It seems like, and I guess he knew this was going to happen. And Bane has like lit this uh, flare. And we see who he has tied up. He has Bronze Tiger tied up, Catwoman tied up, Duke tied up, and Commissioner Gordon tied up. So the only good part of this is at least those four aren't dead. Because from the the panel with Bronze Tiger in the beginning, I thought that fool was dead. Oh yeah, I mean, like it looked like he had his had no reason to believe guts he was alive. blown out. Yeah, so who knows what's actually taking place here? And I'm sure they're all in some form of disrepair. But uh, these four are not dead, at least. But they're being held hostage, and I'm sure this is not going to be a pretty situation. I was reminded, in fact, of Negan. Bane's got a little bit of a Negan jump on these hmm. on these four right now because hmm. they're on their knees. They're like in this kind of execution style. Like they're something's about to go down, and Bane is just standing there like Batman. I know you see this. You know exactly what's about to happen. You know what it's hitting for. You know what's about to go down. E. You know how I get down. So the tension is high. Yes. And I can't wait until we get another issue of this. Batman 17 is wonderful, and it is building toward something. Yeah, and we'll be able to talk about what happens next, next week, next uh, next episode, because um, episode 18 comes out next week. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So on to our next book of the week, Invincible Iron Man number four, which really should just be called Ironheart. But, yeah. Um, Still got to be with that name. Let's just, let's just call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we get into this, and we see that Riri, Williams and Pepper Potts from the last issue are being attacked by ninjas. They got ninjas. Show enough ninjas. Uh huh. Like robot snake eyes, lightsaber wielding ninjas. And there's this giant thing that took all their armor and added it to themselves and has become this like look like a giant Hulkbuster kind of thing. I I love how Riri is geeking out on this. She's like, are these 
are these ninjas? Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. And Pepper's like, um, listen, we should probably like focus. And <laughs> she goes, this is bad. And Riri goes, or just hear me out. It might be awesome. Maybe this and is it's awesome. Like, this is a young girl. Uh-huh. Like in all of her wisdom, all in her intelligence, all of her awesomeness, she's still a young girl, mm-hmm. which I think is which I think is awesome. So ultimately, um, what happens is Pepper Potts starts engaging with this person, um, and we don't quite know who this is yet. Um, and she's kind of just talking trash back and forth, trying to buy time, trying to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. And she whispers to Riri, "Do you know how to fight?" And then Riri goes. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, you and I said we had the exact same reaction. As soon as we see that Riri is stripped of the suit and she's on the rooftop. Like, does she know how to fight? I immediately thought, oh no, this girl don't know how to fight. Because we've never seen oh, her no. fight. We've never seen, no. we've had never had any reason, at least from what we've been told in the story, mm-hmm. to know if she can fight or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we even know if Tony Stark can fight? Uh, I don't know. Very rarely do we see Tony Stark go hand-to-hand with anybody. That's not what he does. No, he's usually got to have at least the glove on. Right. The, the, the yeah. proton, yeah. So I, I, I immediately was like, please tell me this girl knows how to scrap or something. But when you got like lightsaber wielding ninjas, I don't know how much a good old scrap is going to do. So ultimately um, what happens is (laughs) they have a funny exchange and Riri just says, look, should, should, so um, Pepper's calling her Rachel and Riri corrects her and goes, Riri. Yeah. Which is like, I thought that was a a funny little point. Um, So she tells her, look, when I tell you to go, you should run. Riri goes, well, can I just go when I see an opening? And then she just goes for it. Just busts. And just takes off, which I thought was very funny. So now it's all pandemonium. Ninjas are everywhere. This giant, like, Iron Man suited thing is blasting stuff. Um, and Pepper Potts is going ham sandwich. She's giving these people work, you know? And, like, it's just... A, a full-fledged fight and Riri is trying to get in the in the fight she grabs one of these lightsabers but just gets it knocked out of her hand so the whole time i'm like like please just get out of here Riri like yeah. go you know do Run something down. get out of the way and i thought it was cool because Riri in a sense recognized okay this is outside of my league i'm going to go do what I know how to do. I'm going to go get involved the way I know how to get involved. Mm -hmm. Am I going to be able to sit here and rumble with cyber ninjas? No. But I bet you if I get you some technology, Mm -hmm. I can get some work done. Mm -hmm. So that's what she does. She goes and she runs through this building and she finds a kid who's in the hallway (laughs) sitting on his computer with his earphones in. She's like, hey, um, yo, that, uh, that computer, right? Let me, let me borrow that real quick. Sorry. I know you don't know who I am. And the kid's like, do you live here? So they're like, listen, no, I don't but I really need to use your computer. She gets lucky. Yeah. Now, I was that kid. I'd be like, no, no. Who are I, you? I think not. I don't know who you are. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like it really have to be, um, some, some sort of like odd scenario for me to do that. Right. So, um, ultimately what ends up happening is Riri grabs the computer and she starts to hacking and clicking and tapping away. And there's a very, very funny moment that goes on. The kid goes, Hey, uh, don't look at my browser history. Um, sometimes my brother uses it <laughs> and Riri <laughs> gives this side eye. And I'm like, I literally laughed out loud. Uh-huh. I was like, Yes. Oh, she's of all the things going on right now, I do not have time for this. Yeah, she's like, Do you recognize anybody worried about your browser history? <laughs> I'm trying to save the world right now. All right. Yeah. Goodness gracious. So um it turns out that this person that um pep that attacked them is someone called 
techno Gollum, mm-hmm. which she doesn't like. Techno Gollum. She, she's not feeling that name. She just wants to be called Gollum. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's just the name. So what Riri does is she uses this crappy guy's computer to hack in and connect to AI Tony Stark. Yeah. And through that, what they do is they have some conversation back and forth. She tells Tony what's going on. And Riri says, tell me you already developed a virus to take out their closed network system through the, in, uh, through the energy fluctuations and the impact ninja armor. First of all, I don't know what we be talking about, right. but I trust her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Young Metro trusts Riri. Yeah. If there's somebody that Young Metro trusts, it should be Riri Williams. Riri Williams. Um, yeah. So what ends up happening is Riri ultimately says, look, I need to get control of one of these suits. I need you to send me one of these suits immediately. And that's what happens. One of these suits takes off from Stark headquarters, flying over to their location. It looks like the old John. It too. looks like, because she says she wants the fastest one. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of different options. And the, the, it looks like the oldest one, like the original Iron Man suit is the one that comes. So as Pepper Potts is out here doing all kinds of acrobatics. She's and trying. Slicing and dicing. She's giving it her best. But ultimately, you know, it seems like she's going to be bested. She's, she can only do so much. But Pepper is go, going for it. She's giving it everything. So last ditch moment, you know, looks like Pepper is about to be taken over. Um, and what happens is this Iron Man suit comes flying up to, um, how do you say the lady's name again? Techno what? The Techno Golem. Techno Golem. Yeah. Um, and what she does is start kind of like absorbing the armor to add more to it. Yeah. And Riri tells the guy, listen, when Tony says now hit enter, these ninjas are coming. And she grabs this fire extinguisher, starts spraying the hallway when they're coming. And ultimately, Tony yells now. He sits the button and Riri turns and goes, uh, did you hit enter when he said now? Because we're supposed to. And... To be continued. Dude, this cliffhanger. That cliffhanger. And I'm I was up. Like, uh, <laughs> what, 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 what happens what, next? Uh, yeah. I, it was driving me crazy. What happened to Riri? Is she okay? Crazy. Did they win? What was I supposed to do? You know, it's, I'm, I like this book and I will continue picking up this book. Yes. But that kind of cliffhanger bums me out so much. Really? Yeah, because Why when is I'm that? thinking about what this issue is, it's... Uh, a continuation of the fight that we knew was going to happen from last issue. The last issue we had, they end it with them being surrounded by ninjas. This one, the ninjas are attacking them and they have to respond. And we didn't get anything else. Like there wasn't actual character development. There wasn't action other than the thing that we knew was inevitable. Right. That we didn't necessarily get a new action. But it was, it was action packed though. It was action packed, but... Think about it in the context of a, of a film, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is half a, of a it's scene. An, it's an episode of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, because it was just a fight and not even the whole fight. So I was really hoping for Tune in next time to find out. Want to hap- find out what happens next? Yes. In this I issue. Wanna, I want to find out what happens now. Please. So... Yeah, this is I'll pick, I'll pick up the book because it's a good book. Yeah. But I'm hoping for I'm, I'm continuing to pick up... Um, Ironheart. I'm just gonna start calling Ironheart. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ironheart. Call him. He's 45, and this is Ironheart. This is how it goes. <laughs> Riri Williams. That's how we work. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about next week. So what's coming out next week? We have a couple things. Um, America number one. America Chavez. Oh yeah. That's exciting. Mm. Batman number 18. 
And we also have Extremity Number One from Image Comics. Oh, that looks so dope. It does look good. Extremity looks awesome. I'd, I'd be very interested in trying that one out. Mm-hmm. So here's a little bit of what it says about Extremity. Thea dreams, not of a better life, but of revenge on the clan that ruined her family with ferocious battles between man, machines, and monsters. Who knows where her quest of vengeance will take her? So you can check that out. Um, and you can probably pick that up because we'd like to talk about that, if not in full, um, at least mention it. So America number one, Batman number 18, and um, Extremity number one. Into it. There I'm it very, is. Very, very excited for that one. And that's episode 61. Adam's back from Thailand. Kampo Junto is back back again. You know, the Power Man Iron Fist of podcasting. Mm-hmm. The Run the Jewels of podcasting. That's right. The Jay and Silent Bob of of. Podcasting, podcasting still i guess yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah you know? the blunt man and chronic not really but, <laughs> i don't know uh, but of podcasting yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah so again comic book junto you can follow us on twitter instagram snapchat all the same thing at comic book junto leave us five stars and a positive comment on ti- itunes subscribe on itunes refer this podcast to someone else invite someone else to join the junto follow us on soundcloud leave your comments on soundcloud don't forget to send us your tweets asking us questions hashtag ask cbj on twitter also comic book junto at barefoot.com you can send us questions there leave us voicemails 215-948-2742 um you can follow me on twitter and instagram at octavius a newman o-c-t-a-v-i-u-s-a-n-e-w-m-a-n adam mm. yeah you can follow me on twitter adam tetris a-d-a-m T-E-T-E-R-U-S. And you can get official Comic Book Junto merch at tpublic forward slash user forward slash Comic Book Junto. We do have the Resist the Empire t-shirts up yes, there. Sir. And you can make not only just get t-shirts, you can get all kinds of other stuff as well. The Not-So-Secret so, Empire. The Not-So-Secret Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's it. Episode 61. Adam, you got anything? I'm going to sleep. All right. We love y'all. <laughs> Until next time, peace. Peace. <laughs>